Um, anyway, so, it's the early morning, and all, I told you, Justin, that yeah, I was getting yeah. up early to go find that rabbit. So you've all had a pretty decent night's sleep after a very, not a super tumultuous battle, but one that was hectic enough, you know? Um, you all took a bit of damage, you all used some of your abilities, but after your own rest, you all gained them back. You're feeling fresh, you're feeling ready to go. Um, it's the break of a very early dawn. I think you've all woken up at around, what do you think, eight or nine? I woke up earlier than most people to go find yeah. that, that rabbit, so He's Lucas is not there. Crack of dawn. What rabbit? Uh, they said Kid is always get, up at the ass crack of dawn. Did we get up? Did we fully heal? Beam of yeah. Yes, you, you heal and all of your abilities are back to full. Yay. Um, You've all woken. It's the crack of dawn. There's no fog today. Um, the skies are clear and a beautiful blue. This is the least foreboding this horse has felt. Um, maybe for some reason, sleeping and waking up in this village alone uh, gave a sort of sense of peace with the forest. Does that make sense? The, the, the ever-present creaking of the woods has settled down a little bit. And it becomes a little less apparent to you. a little less criminal. Um, in any case, you and Beta, if you two are either of you light sleepers, you probably stirred when Lucas left about an hour earlier to go find a rabbit for the owl. And after some hunting... Well, he didn't, he didn't tell anyone he was leaving. It. He just left. Yeah, well, I'm, I think they may have stirred a little bit when you did. Um, but after some hunting, Lucas, you found one pretty easily. Uh, as a level 4 character, I think, we'll say you can find a rabbit this time. Yeah. Um, I, I slap it with magic because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to do it with a weapon. I'm gonna eviscerate the whole thing. I slap um, like, with, with like with not a heart. You have to stuff. kill it with your bare hands. No, I can uh, use either. magic hand to strangle it, my bro. As sad as it is. <laughs> and oh, you? No. Uh, do you think? Do you think? Do you think five pounds is strong enough to choke out a rabbit? Five pounds of force. Yes. Probably. Probably. So, Lucas, you come back into town. You've got a rabbit with you now. Um, everyone's waking up around the same time. So what is everyone currently doing? It's the crack of dawn. Uh, everyone's Lucas up. is... The, the, looking into the room real quick, sorry. Um, you can see the girl is still asleep. Mm. I'm going to uh, get Lucas up is... and go outside. Lucas is uh, in the forest, like you said, and he found a rabbit. He didn't the straight egg. too far. But um, he's definitely brought it back um, towards more of the more the water is. I just refuse to put Lucas down there because I'm lazy. Um, yes. And he's just kind of like he he looks at North and he's like, as promised, I found one. Um, North kind of gives this happy chirp and like a hoot and takes it, you know, kind of snatches it from your hand. Not like not like you know, but it, definitely not graciously, shall we say. Um, he just, just kind of leans it. over with a smirk after sh- when she's starting to eat it. He's like, but you will be getting a bath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, North completely ignores you. Just chowing down on that rabbit. But Lucas um, is down by like the obelisk and he's also kind of remembered that he that um, Kit rem- mentioned some writing. But he's not sure if he wants to go wading in the water. <laughs> yeah, it is like 30 to 50 feet out in the lake. Lucas is thinking. He's also kind of looking in the water to see if he finds any of the spirits, too. What is... You don't see any. Um, Hmm. But you were just looking at it. 
Um, what is Yui and Vader doing? Uh, I just got out of the house. Wake up, stretch. Just gonna take a morning walk around and all that. Okay. Just trying to get 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 your blood pumping. What about you, Bator? Get the blood flowing. If you're trying to tell us, you gotta text it in Discord or roll twenty. Preferably roll twenty, because I'm not looking at Discord. I will look though. He said he did have an iPhone, and his microphone didn't want to work for some reason. That's weird. Uh, did he text in roll twenty or Discord? He said that Discord. on Discord. Discord. Okay, I'm looking Discord. at where you're. I'm looking at you, Bator. So whatever you, what are you doing? Go ahead and text it. Yeah, he wants to infuse on Kit Kat's weapons. Um, sure. If you want to. Everyone's not here to appreciate that, but I'm sure they will want to get back. Uh, what are you infusing it with? Are you refusing returning weapon? Are you refusing a plus one? What are you doing? Because a returning throwable fucking... Trident is pretty cool. That is super cool. Just an enhanced weapon? Plus one. That's pretty good. Enhanced weapons are basically like uncommon or rare magic weapons, I think, which are pretty nice. So, I love Artificer. Can I say that? Artificer's one of my favorite Artificer classes. So cool. my favorite. Um, anyway. How is Yui's walk yeah. going? Yeah, so Yui, as you're walking around, um, you glance in the house that you left. Uh, you can see Bader, basically, he's got, like, um, Kit Kat's trident, and he's, like, performing some kind of magic, like, using some of his technology or some other stuff with it, and you can see him, what you assume is enhancing or tinkering or something, whatever, with this trident. Um, but it's gonna take, like, an hour for him to do that, so it's gonna be a minute. Um, as you continue your walk around, though, and you want to talk to him, uh, you happen to walk by the shoreline, and you can see Lucas looking quite inquisitively at the center sword. Spire? Obelisk. Monument? Obelisk, thank you. He's kind of just sitting on the stones, uh, a little bit of a ways from north, because he's like, mm, don't really want to be around that. Um, and he's just kind of like sitting there, kind of just staring at it. Just He's not saying well, anything, he's just sitting there looking. North, the owl tearing into the flesh of a dead rabbit. <laughs> Yui the takes a glance at you. Mm-hmm. She's <laughs> taking a glance at the owl, and... She's more amused than disgusted, but it is still kind of disgusting. And then yeah. she's going to make her way to Lucas, noticing he is in his thinking pose. A little bit. He's kind of just sitting there, like, crisscrossed, and he's just kind of sitting there staring at it like this, and he's just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucas, you notice Yui uh, heading out. Um, I realized something. Yui, we never asked you to describe your character. Um, we were kind of caught up in the combat and introductions and stuff, so I think in this kind of moment of downtime, and everything's peaceful and the skies are clear, what does your character look like? What does Lucas see? What is Lucas looking at? What yeah, is, what, like, what do you look like? Like, I've seen the pictures that you posted in chat, but describe it for funsies. Young, uh, She's a young woman, probably just a little bit older than him. Hard to say, with the half being a half-elf and all. She's dressed... Like, she's dressed quite clean. Clothes that quite clearly look like she put a lot of effort into getting them, though her face is a little bit more on the dirtier side. Beautiful red hair, tied back, some of it falling gracefully along her face, 
framing it in a way that can only be described as you would be when you would look at look at her. It would be perfection. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's flattering. Mm-hmm. Do you want to? Um, sorry, continue. I can't think or, of anything else. Okay, okay, just making sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to describe what Ulysses Lucas? Uh, so just for funsies, because we're stalling out time, uh, as everyone knows, when they get two okay. pictures. Sure. Sam, let me. Sam, um, Sam, Cole, and Sean, let me make something clear. I said stalling out time. I have like two full pages of notes about other stuff that can happen in this woods. Okay. There is no need to stall out time. There is so much content. Trust me, don't worry about it. Find something to do. I got loads of stuff prepared. Yeah. Too much stuff in case something like this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but just for just for fun, uh, Lucas is a. Uh, you've probably already gauged this. He's about between six and six two. Um, he's wearing a white dress shirt and he has a very ornate kind of looking necklace that's kind of a weird star with an eye in it and it's purple and it kind of glows on its own just very very slightly. Um, he's wearing like a blue jacket with like metal bearings on it. It kind of looks almost like militaristic in a way. But it kind of fits him. It's a little bit difficult on him, but it's definitely not a men's fashion jacket, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wearing like black slacks and dress shoes, and he's got um, that robe actually that North was sleeping on ki- tied around his waist. Um, on his belt, he's got his rapier, he's got a holster for the pistol he has, and he and on the side closest to him, um, on his right, actually, not facing you, is um, a very ornate-looking potion. Um, it kind of looks like it's almost got like a weird nebula inside of the liquid, and it kind of glows upon its own inside the potion bottle. But um, he doesn't seem to really fiddle with it too much. Um, he's got kind of blonde hair. It kind of like poofs over to one side, and it's kind of a little bit of a mess. And he's got golden framed glasses, and he's got like gold colored framed glasses, and he's got like. I would like to describe him with the prettiest green eyes I've ever drawn. <laughs> and he's got a couple <laughs> freckles on his face, and he's definitely a little bit paler because he doesn't. He's never really left his house too much. And he's got a satchel onto the, onto the waist of the belt that is, it's really big, but it holds like a couple of books and a lot of parchment paper, uh, sealed up ink, quills, and the papers he was writing on last night, including his book, including his journal. Keep hurting. He's very pretty. <laughs> um, Sean, I know that you can't really talk right now, but if you want to quickly, if, if you don't have to. But your last description wasn't really descriptive. If you thought of anything, you can go ahead and type it out in Roll20 or Discord or something to type out a description. If you want to, you don't have to. But if you do, go ahead and do that now uh, while Lucas and you are presumably going to talk. Okay? I, 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 for, his, for his eyes, I'd say they're more of like an emerald green, kind of like town towards like most of it, but like on the outside of the iris, it's like a lighter green. Mm-hmm. She's bathed in purple and blue. Beautiful colors. So, you two see each other. Um, by the lake, uh, the, the, the water side. Lucas yeah. has moved like five, ten feet away from North. Because he's like, <laughs> he finds it silly on how dramatic she has time. to be. But <laughs> he's kind of like, I'm a, she doesn't like people being in her space. When um, she doesn't yeah. allow it. Um, Cole... 
and Lucas as well, I suppose, among those grabbers. Um, as you head up, you kind of get a good look at the lake and the obelisk, etc. Um, the lake is this perfectly still body of water, almost like a mirror um, that reflects everything you can see off of it perfectly, almost making the obelisk in the center look like just a, a rod that goes from top to bottom, um, reflecting the blue sky perfectly. The obelisk itself is about 30 to 60 feet tall. Um, it's really hard to make anything out from where you guys are currently, but you can see a large square base around the bottom of it, heading into the water. Um, the water itself is almost impossible to tell how deep it is. Um, Has Yui alerted Lucas? Because I feel like like he probably hasn't noticed her. He's she's probably like behind him. Cause he sat like super close to the water, almost like crisscrossed as he always is, but he's just staring at the obelisk. She just looks down at him, sees he's so laser focused. And he's not just, that focused. Okay. And then just clears <clears throat> her Ah, uh, sorry. I- Good morning. Good morning. You're up early. Then again, I guess we all are. Uh, I promised I promised uh, North a rabbit yesterday, and I forgot all about it with the escapades. So I went out this morning, and as you can uh, as you can see, I did what I told her I would. But she is getting a bath. She won't be going around covered in blood. She's too pretty for that. <laughs> Somehow I get the feeling that's a bird that's not going to agree to a bath. She never does, but she knows that I will not let her go around, and neither, neither would Dad. He thinks she's too pretty for that. <laughs> neither of us would let her go around without a bath, so she'll just have to get over it. Mm-hmm. She'll be mad for like five minutes, but she'll be fine. If I could ever speak to her, um, would be good. But I think we get um, along just fine without any kind of magical spells to talk to each other. As you're talking, Lucas, you see some movement in the water. I'm not sure if it's fish or what, but you just notice that at the corner of He's going to kind of peer at the water a little closer. Uh, you kind of like put his hand second, into the water. You see for a split second a face peering back at you. Um, it's not, he, put, not, he put his hand into the water, I just want you to know. Yeah, I know. Um... <laughs> It's definitely the same face that you saw earlier, but this one isn't smiling and happy. This one seems almost concerned in a weird way. Not like explicitly, but not the smiling and happy face that you would see earlier. He's he's really uh, peering at the water. It's gone. It's gone. Hmm. Did you see something? Uh, oh god! This is going to sound absolutely crazy. I told your fortune yesterday. Try me. Um, so let's say, for example, uh, the clearing we, uh, the clearing the, the young, the young lady who I never got her name of, um, told me about, we've been there. And, um, in the river and this lake, um, there are what seems to be not very harmful, um, there seems to be, they're not harmful, they just seem to kind of like to have fun. There's water spirits that live in, like, some kind of spirit or something. That lives in the water. There must be multiple of them, I think. But that one just 
wasn't smiling. It was more just concerned. Water spirits. About something. Mm. One popped out and kissed my forehead, and I think Kit's a little jealous of that. Aww. But mm. I'll get them that forehead kiss one day. But this one just looked more concerned. And it's, I'm, that's different. Usually they're a little bit more playful than that. Mm. Okay. Yes, but how was, how was your sleep? About as well as it can be. Mm. It's been a bit of a while, actually, since I've been in a small in a group like this. Really? Well, I've never been in a group like this. But yeah, I understand. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been around a crowd of people. I, it's quite nice, actually. Uh, I mean, I don't count Ethereum as a crowd of people that I enjoy being around, but it's definitely different and enjoyable to be around people I that seem to be rather nice, regardless that they know so little than my name and what I'm after. So it's nice to see. And even though I really don't like that they're here, um, Santiago is pleasant. They're definitely something I would very much love to learn the history of. He looks to be an interesting fellow. I don't think I've ever met a man with four legs. Or a horse body. That, indeed. But, if I ever figure out what he is, dear lord, the documentation, oh my god, father would be, he'd probably actually know. <laughs> and, you know. Then proceed to lecture me. But that's fine. Any information is good information. I have no idea what I assume is part tiefling is. Mm. But it's an interesting group and definitely covers half of the plan that I want, so. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like I said, the whole knowledge thing. Never seen things like them, so... Counts knowledge. something I've never seen before. Knowledge for knowledge's sake, but what do you plan to do with that knowledge once you have it? Write about it. Document it. Oh. It. I think things need to be a little more well-known. I mean, hell, who's ever known about a half-horse man and something that has wings that looks like a tiefling? I certainly have not. Especially their snake. It has wings, of course. But the most things that have wings are usually, like, avian creatures. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real quickly, sorry to butt in again. But winged tieflings are uncommon, but not heard of in this world. The weird part is how they breathe underwater. I don't think Lucas has ever seen that. Yeah, okay. But uh, winged tieflings are not a common thing. But they are heard of, and they do exist. Just... Sorry. Uh, I, I, I don't really want to, like fill you guys in on, like, my pages and pages of exposition and lore. So I hope you don't mind if I occasionally interject and go, well, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, actually. As, as you guys experience the world more and actually travel and adventure, you'll, you'll, you'll see lots of crazy stuff that you get fill you in on some stuff. But, but uh, yeah, sorry. I, again, I rambled, I'm sorry. No, you're fine, you're fine. You're perfectly fine. It is admirable that you're interested in documenting everything. I will openly admit that. 
Well, I'm glad somebody thinks that way. Most people kind of, especially on Ethereum, think it's, uh... He kind of just sits there for a minute, and he, he was kind of smiling before, but now he's just kind of looking at the water, and he's a little bit, like... I wouldn't say he's, like, sad, but he's more, like, disheartened. And then he kind of goes, it's... A lot of people think it's a little... Kind of weird. Um, staring at the water, you can see your reflection, like, peering back at you. And suddenly the water is broken by this strange shifting form, uh, a humanoid made of water, like you've seen before like this. But instead of leaping up in, like, a happy, playful fit, this one just kind of rests against the riverbank and kind of lies down, kind of sadly. You alright? Hmm? He kind of looks up at you and looks back down and kind of, like, shifts. And then its form breaks and it falls back into the water. Maybe you think I'm crazy after seeing that one. No, not really. <sighs> I... Is North done eating yet? Uh, North is pretty full. They, they still got a little bit of rabbit left they're probably going to try and get later. But for the most part, they're full and they're pretty much done. Um, Lucas is going to look at North and he's just kind of going to go. <laughs> North, uh, very full and very heavy now. Kind of like awkwardly waddles forward, takes a couple flaps and lands. Takes a couple flaps and lands again. And then finally he tries hard enough, he gets off the ground and lands on your shoulder. And he goes... <laughs> Blood, he's just gonna pick her up with like the most. Mm, I wish you didn't do that. Um, yeah, you, you got. Kind of like sit her in the water, and like just like the beginning of the shore, and start kind of like splashing water to like kind of wash her off. North hates it. They I hate know it. she hates they're, it. They're, they're they're trying as hard as they can to like remain still and calm, but occasionally like a wing will just <laughs> just fly North out winds. there. North winds. Um, I know you hate this, but. Do you really want your beautiful, pretty feathers to be covered in sullied in blood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, they're, they're trying to work with you instead of against you, but it's hard. I mean, Very difficult. At least they didn't sit you in the sink like last time. It pecks at you. North, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to quickly try to finish washing her up. And then he's going to start taking off his shoes, and he's like, I have to go wade in the water now. Because Kit mentioned there's writing over there on that obelisk, and they can't read. But I can basically, somehow, um, read about everything. So You can tell, just from a glance, Lucas, that if you get into this water, it's going to be a lot deeper than just wading. Yeah. He knows he's gonna have to swim. He's not. He's not happy about it. Um, you can come with me if you want, but let's go. I understand. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna take my boots off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Lucas I is taking off like his his like socks and his shoes, and he's like put them on there, and he's like, yeah. you can stay here, North. Actually, you can fly. What am I talking about? 
And he's going to go and kind of, like, back up, and he's going to take a running jump, and he's going to go, like, head first into the water. Okay. I am just going to um, casually walk into the water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're lucky, Lucas, that the shore wasn't too shallow, otherwise you would have bashed your head open on the rocky floor. Uh, but luckily, you managed to jump into one of the deeper areas of the pool, and um, you splash down your hands in front of you, doing a pretty... Okay, dive. It's nothing special. I mean, he wasn't trying to like show off or anything. He was just like, the farther I get in, the less I have to swim. Yeah. But he, um, he did also like take off his glasses and put them in his shirt, so that way when good. he pops back up, he can like put them back on. So he's like swimming towards the direction of the obelisk underwater. Uh, you you um, make your way as well, kind of wading into the water. It's not. It, it's pretty cold. It's not like excruciatingly. But it's right. definitely not a warm experience. For you, it's a little worse because you're kind of slowly going in there. Lucas dived head first. Oh, well, this is really. Um, the two of you are swimming. Lucas, you're a little bit ahead. Um, but you're pretty much even for you and the two of you as you make your way across the water. Um, Yui, as you're swimming along, um, you feel like something's watching you. And you kind of like look around a little bit as you're swimming. You slow down a little bit, glance around. And there's definitely this form in the water. Um, we think it might be the same one that washed up on the riverbank earlier, just a minute ago. Um, it's looking at you, and it's kind of swimming around. Uh, it's not bashing at you or anything. It's not hitting you. It's just kind of watching you right now. Okay. Can you just continue on? Oh, okay, Sean. I will go ahead and clear up. Uh, I think there's only one building left that hasn't been explored. Yeah. Go ahead and reveal that. Um, Evie and Lucas, you can go ahead and roleplay what you're doing since Sean is typing. Uh, I imagine that Lucas, kind of closer to the obelisk, kind of pops back up and he's like, <gasps> Record time, Mom! Thank God! I'm gonna... <clears throat> I'm counting the seconds. <sighs> totally going to show her up. All right, and I'm gonna make it to the end. I think I saw oh, your spirits. friend there in the water. They're not gonna hurt you. I don't think they would anyway. But uh, he's gonna pull his glasses back out, and they're wet. And he's gonna, like doing this to kind of like shake them off a little bit. And he's uh, he's gonna. Are we at the obelisk now? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, you reach. If you look on the world map, you can kind of see what it looks like. Uh, there is a large square basin around the bottom of the uh, the obelisk that kind of goes directly into the water. Um, Lucas it's is quite large. It's not like get it's up and like, way, but it, it's a pretty large structure. Uh, while that's happening, you, you Lucas like, is going to like well. start squeezing out his clothing and start like kind of like squeeze the water out of his hair. gonna wait for Yui to get there. So, this is what what Mm -hmm. caught your attention. Uh, Kit said there's writing on it. And they said they couldn't read it because they can't read. We're working on it. But, um... They're working on it. Do they even know what letters are? Somewhat. Real quickly, uh, I'm going to jump to Sean. 
tell him what he's doing, okay? We'll jump back to you guys. Um, Sean, you enter this building here. Um, right outside, you can see what seems to be a large pile of semi-freshly caught fish. Uh, again, obviously in the process of being salted and cured, but it was never finished, so they're kind of getting pretty gross and pretty smelly. Um, inside, you can see what seems to be a basic house. A little bit more... Not fancy, but a little bit more, obviously, money here. Um, do you want to look around a little bit? Just nod if you want to. <laughs> okay. Um, you check it out. Can you roll me an investigation check on roll 20 and tell me what it is? Um, and Sean, you and I are going to text about this. It's going to be easier. And Lucas and Shauna can have a little bit of a talk. Shauna? Well. have to... Sorry. <laughs> keep thinking of the coolest drama. I keep having to catch myself. I feel that time. Um, looking around, Sean, I'll tell you this real quick. I'm looking around. You find some old like, dressers and stuff. Um, one dresser in particular catches your eye. And you see what you think is probably about 50 shards, which is the currency. It's pretty much one-to-one with gold. Um, 50 shards worth of material in one of the drawers. Are you going to take them or are you going to leave them? You're going to take them? Okay. You can add 50 shards. So robbing these people of their uh, money. Here a little more. Um, it's obviously not a super. Again, this village isn't exactly the most affluent in the world. Somewhere else, probably have more money and more stuff in each house. Uh, this house looks a little different because obviously somewhere a little bit more wealthy lived here. But even that more wealthy person only had that much. You look around a little more and with the 16, you don't really find much else. Um, we can talk more about it on text. And Shauna and Lucas will jump back Well, I was actually going to ask you, Justin, uh, that I was going to look for the writing. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. So going up to this large obelisk, you see these ancient runes inscribed going down the side. <laughs> I can read There's them. more as it goes up. Um, actually, you can't. Eyes of the Roomkeeper! Okay, let you read all languages. Yes. Are you trying to tell me something? You get a sense of what these are saying, almost like it's adjacent to a language, if that makes sense. Huh? Um, how do I explain it? Instead of being a language itself, you get the idea and you get the sense that whatever these runes are, it's less like a language, more like pictures. Oh, it's hieroglyphs. They're not really pictures, pictures. Not really hieroglyphs. Hieroglyphs are kind of a language, but they are more like hieroglyphs than I writing. assume. Um, so you get a sense of what it's saying. And with some study, you might be able to read it a little better. Um, but you kind of want to look over and try and understand what it's Yeah, I assume that I left uh, my bag full of paper on the shore. Yeah. So uh, has North come with I me? So. I assume. Uh, North is, yeah, they're over they're, they're the um, side as well. I'm going to kind of look at them and be like, North, could you be a deer and bring me one of those inks and paper out of my bag? I did leave it open so you could get in it. Um, he kind of like, kind of like, kind of like moves around the class a little bit and he heads back to the shore, kind of like giving a little. Uh, I do um, transfer that. You, you're here as well, and you can see. All I do this. tell you. Uh, I do tell you everything that Justin just told. 
So glancing over at Lucas, you can have a. I'm gonna put bit my hand on of... it because that's how it works. <laughs> nice. Uh, once again, the stone is incredibly cold to the touch. It's a warm day out, but the stone just seems to suck the energy or the air out of the, the heat out of the air. Um, the runes themselves, as you kind of examine them a little closer, you these don't mean anything to you. Um, but to you, Lucas, you get more so the idea of a concept more so than actual oh, writing, what I'm, What's the um, idea of the concept? Like, because I'm trying to, like, really study and sorrow. Think. A great... Yeah, I understand. A great sorrow felt from an old god. A, a relic of times long, long, long ago. A mass that gives endless tears. Um... Other than that, it's, it's, you need to actually study this. I say that concept out loud so Yui can hear it because I don't want them to get bored. But Lucas is definitely interested and he's going to, when North gets back, start scribbling these glyphs down. So, you can't read it. I can kind of read it. It's kind of like a language, but not... Is I'll have to sit and really, really read at it, really kind of understand it. But I sh- I'd say give it about maybe a week or two, and I'll be able to understand what this really says. But for right now, I've got a general idea, which and that is <sighs> it's related to what I'm looking for, and something about a mask and endless tears and a great sorrow of a god definitely related. Hmm. And he's kind of like blathering this. An intelligence, an intelligence check? Yeah. By the way, Lucas is kind of like blathering this and he's kind of like saying it a little like half-hearted because he's really staring at it and really thinking about it. So I mean like he'll just oh, he's just, just kind of saying just what regular intelligence. Yeah, just like your intelligence plus right. your intelligence modifier plus like three okay. or four or whatever. The iPad underneath my desk thingy. Maybe then I will actually not make the dice fall off. I got a 20, not natural. You remember reading about a mask of sorts that was found in an underground labyrinth inside the fairy tale mm-hmm. book. The one that was found by the old Lisbon. Just in case you didn't okay. remember. Um, it reminds you of that, though. A mask. Yeah, a mask. You mean like from the fairy tale, maybe? His, he kind of like pops back to reality. And he's like, yes, I remember writing that down. Hmm. Hmm, I might actually be closer to what it is than I thought. A mask from a labyrinth. A mask right here. Someone's sorrow. An ancient god, apparently. Or an ancient god? Hmm. Hmm. Or... Perhaps a man in sorrow for the loss of his wife? I'm just spitballing. Uh, that could be right. Um, that could most likely be right. I could see the moss giant being some kind of god of some sort. Or, you know, a manifestation of something. Mm-hmm. I have no... Obviously, I have no solid evidence, but that, that could make a lot of sense. <laughs> You're rather smart. I like that. 
No, 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 not that that like means any. You just got a good head on your shoulder. That's what I mean. Um. Anyway, save. <laughs> I'm not good at this. And he's just gonna kind of embarrassingly go stare back at the glyphs. And is there like a god name or something, Justin, that I can make out? No, not that you can understand at least. If there is, then it's not comprehensible. Mm. I assume North has come back and Lucas has started like writing this down. For the chat and everyone else, Aaron has sent pictures yeah. of the kittens. Aww. They're so cute. What do you think? Any yeah. input is wonderful input. I tell you, told you everything I can read. Now it's just a matter of staring at it until I figure it out. Well, I can't read anything, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we're seeing perhaps the real legend behind the fairy tale we found the other night. I would, would be fast. Would be fascinating if you could figure this out. Oh. I will do everything to figure this out. Mm -hmm. um, have I almost finished writing down the glyphs by now? Yeah, just so you know, the paper that North brought back was like halfway torn through, so you're probably gonna need to like copy it again onto a better. Yeah, I'm like writing paper. on front and but, back, yeah, and I'm just kind of like, North did her um, best. I'm not gonna reprimand you, you, her. You would you would need to have a way to get higher because the runes seem to go all the way down the thing, all fifty feet. Um, so you can copy the ones you can see closest, but there's obviously more that you can't. Unless you found some way up there. I don't have a way up there. You wouldn't happen to know any spells that make people fly or anything? Mm. Nope. Sorry. Ugh. <sighs> Could I send North to go and find me Kit? Sure. Um, you want to try and send mm -hmm. North, Valor? She knows where he okay. is. She was with me. Yeah. Um, there'll be a minute, but it won't be too long. Well, I do think I know somebody who can fly. So. And he's going to look at North and be like, Could you fetch me Kit, if you wouldn't mind? He gives you like a single like soft peck and it takes off. Friend of I the love links, you. right? And uh I mean aside from that, I mean I guess I'm a sitting duck until I can get up there. So you never said, aside from treasure, I feel like you're out here in this extremely dangerous wood for something. I hmm. I was following some people. If it's quite all right with you, I'd like to keep some, uh, keep some of my secrets. Fine. Mm -hmm. I like I told you, I'm looking for something that is directly related to this. The sooner I find it, the sooner I can get on with my life. Just got to mm -hmm. grab this and deliver that, and then things will go the way I want it to. Hopefully, maybe. Uncle is not 
the man father might listen to, but we'll see. What, babe? So, Sam, a minute later, uh, Kitka uh, comes flying back, uh, accompanied by your Alan North. Um, not too long, it was just a minute, but they come flying over the water, and Kitka arrives. Hi, what do you need? <laughs> it's like, Lucas, wake up, Lucas. Lucas, what do you need, Lucas? What do you Morning. need? Morning, I hope you slept good. Um... Would you mind flying me up here so we could see, so I could read the rest of the writings you found? Uh, I guess. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Let's get your owl to be stop being such a bitch to Buttercup. She's very. Um, oh, so your snake's named Buttercup. I forget what Aaron's snake is now. I'm it's pretty Buttercup. sure it's Buttercup. If I'm wrong, we'll mm-hmm. break on it. Um. Kit Kat's like, yeah, they're great. They're kind of a bitch, though. She's actually very well behaved. I believe um, she's being instigated. It's probably by Buttercup. I was talking about Buttercup. Oh, as a Buttercup, it's very nice to meet you. Um, the snake hisses something. You can't and hear it. Kit Kat's like, stop. Don't be rude. Stop being mean. <laughs> um... Bator, you are going to the well. Okay. Uh, we'll jump to Bator real quick. Just real, real quick since it's only over text. Um, you head that way. Um, are you looking into the well or are you looking around it? What are you doing? I forget that I can't have a quick conversation. So you text that. I'll basically be doing two things at once. I'll text it. I'll be texting it with you, Sean. Um, Kid Call grabs you, Lucas. And you know, do you want to go up? Yeah. I'll show you what yes, I Yes, that would be okay. Okay. And. The wings flap and kind of like this proof of wing happens around you. And um, you're not blown back or anything, but it definitely goes past you, um, Louis, as Kika takes off into the air, um, allowing you to see some maroons as they go up and uh, down. I'm going to start inscribing them down because I don't want to make Kit Kat flight for, flight for too long, but I want to at least get them scribbled down. Okay. Yeah, text to Sean. Um, okay. Um, you are able to get some meaning out of this stuff as you're scribbling down at the same time. Um, primarily, what the most you kind of recognize in terms of language seems to be descriptions or maybe objects. You're not really sure. Um, do you want to know what some of them are? Sure. So the first one you notice immediately, it's a little more obvious because it's kind of what you're thinking about. Um, it's called the Mask of Sorrow. Mm-hmm. Then you see another one called the Mind of Envy. Mm-hmm. Another one called the Effigy of Hunger. The Sword of Hate. The Blood of Desire. The Halo of Ego. And the Gem of Have Meat. I ever heard of things like this? Never. Mm-hmm. Uh, continue. 
after inscribing um, as many of the runes you can, the, the rest are more complicated, if that makes sense. It's a little bit more... What's the word? Encrypted. Not ambiguous. Not encrypted. But more conceptual, I think the word is. Um, you describe as many as you can. You get some kind of concepts here and there, but nothing really solid enough to really get an idea of what you're looking at. Um, but you manage to inscribe most of them. Uh, it kind of shows you the top as well, where it seems Whoa, to this be is high. the engraving. Yeah, you're like 50, 60 Lucas feet is in the a air. little scared like, of you're looking up, They're really fucking tall up. Um, but you can see the very tip of its obelisk um, seems to be an insect socket of what looks to be a, a mask that the top part of a human skull and antlers. It's... I, I can tell clearly it's the moss giant that I'm looking at. It's the moss giant's mask, yeah. Except the moss giant's mask is fucking huge, and this is like mm. human size. Lucas kind of scribbles down the, like the shape of all this. Very, like, as quickly as he can, and he writes next to it, Mosh Giant Mass, uh, Antlers. Kick us, uh, like, we're, hurry we're up. I gotta, we're I'm done. getting we're tired. Done. Thank you. Okay. Um, Kick out lures you back to the ground. Uh, we, they put you down next to, uh, Much appreciated, Kit. Thank you. Is that everything you need? I did see the water spirits, but they looked a little sad. I'm gonna go back to town now. Uh, Kit seems a little not upset by this. I don't think Kit Kat could be upset by anything. Um, but they do literally have some thoughts about it. I don't want to speak for yeah. Aaron, though, so. Um, they kind of head back towards town. Uh, I relay the information that, that you told um, me to Yui in kind of like a weirdly excited manner. <laughs> I'm not. So my hands, my hands are up. We like restraint. Restraints. Sorry. But interesting. It is extremely interesting, in fact. But um, what's most interesting is um, the mask I mentioned. That's, I mean, the thing on it's huge, and this one's completely like the size of someone's face, like a natural, like two size human. Hmm. But okay. I think if we want to find whatever we're looking for, I think we need to. Either find that mass, the one that's human-sized, and the antlers to put into that, and maybe something's gonna open up. But how is this gonna help us find that girl's family? Mm, that is, that's very true. I honestly have no idea. I mean, she doesn't know exactly where they went. Well, she claimed that the giant took them, so maybe if we find the giant, we find the girl, we find the parents. Maybe I, even more people. I, I agree. I found some old family photos last night in one of the houses when we were dragging Kit in their weird stupor um, towards a bed. And I know what a couple of the faces look like, so mm. we'll know. I'll have an idea if we find them. Hmm. But I, I agree. I think we should get back and start searching. All right, let's go. 
Lucas takes another big, like, he backs up as far as uh, he can on this obelisk. How are you going to keep that paper from getting wet? Good point! North! Love, please. One more favor. Hey. <laughs> it seems a little... North seems a little annoyed, but, you know, they're... You they're know, I will find you out. as many rabbits as you want. It looks slightly like I don't know, but you did bring it that one just a minute ago. So I'll sweeten the deal with whatever you, you want. Next time we go to the market, I'll get what I can. Stick <laughs> um, it out. Spend, oh, you're probably gonna regret those words. You're probably gonna regret idea. those words. Terrible idea. It's, I spoil her a little too much. Mm. Um, North takes the paper, trying not to put any more holes in it. They sort of succeed. <laughs> um, it, it's still it's still legible. You can copy it down onto something else. But the paper you should probably copy. I imagine like Lucas like like um, like rolled it up and like put it, like she could carry it with her feet. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, she's still not exactly a messenger bird. Um, North kind of like flaps their wings and takes off across the pond, uh, carrying your precious precious material. Um, like I said, Lucas um, backs up as far as he can on his obelisk, and he's like. And then he just runs and jumps in the water. De- uh, you see Lucas like splashing into the water, it going everywhere and getting a little bit on you as well, Yui. Like considering what you're about to do, I don't think it cares that much. I'm following after, splashing all. Okay. Are you are you jumping in after? Are you just waiting? I'm just gonna jump. I'm gonna jump in after. Lands on Lucas. The two of you, (laughs) the two of you have a short swim back to shore. Again, it's not too far. It's it's a pretty big lake, but it's not like ridiculously big. Um, Sean, can you still not talk? I'm gonna take that as a no, Sean, because we can't hear you. If he's talking, I don't even know. Oh, I heard something. A little something. Sean, you gotta find something better if you're gonna continue doing this. I'm gonna work with you as much as I can, but we can't have a text-based character in the middle or, you know? So try and figure something out for the next few sessions. Um, anyway, though. Um, the two of you swim back to shore pretty easily. It's not too far of a swim. Uh, the water seems to kind of move around you. It's almost easier getting back to shore than it was getting there. Uh, maybe you had some help. Who knows? Uh, but the two of you make your way back to the rocky shore and pulling yourself up onto these large stone kind of like plates, almost, I call them. You can look at the map and see what I mean. Um, but yeah, you two are back. I continue to wring out my clothes and be happy I do not have wet socks. <sighs> All right. Oh, you, you actually talk now? Okay. Oh my god. What is Bador doing currently? Uh, currently, you can you were at the well watching what was happening. Uh, you saw Kit Kat fly back towards the town, and you watched as Lucas and Yui um, both made their way as well, swimming across the lake. Uh, just a Can't little mention- swim. Sure. 
Uh, Kit mentioned there was writing on the obelisk in the middle of the lake, and I had they mentioned that it was rather high up. So once I got what was on the ground, I asked them to come over so I could get the rest of it. And I kind of, and I kind of described to oh, Bator what, uh, what I already know. Oh shit! Talking about Kit Kat. You're back. You just helped me fly, dude. Yeah, I was oh, playing. Oh my god! For the re- for the recording, Aaron's That's got such a, a good kid. little cat. It's adorable. Kitty. Oh, I think they're weird. Um. But yeah, uh, you were talking to Bador, Lucas, I think? I, I, I told Bador all the information that I know so far. And then he kind of follows it up with, I, I've wrote it down. Um, I, I, I'll just need to take some time to really decipher it. Yeah. Yeah, there, it's, it looks just like it, but except it's not 50 feet big, it's just human-sized. And I think you oh, might have been onto something. Okay, I think we're I'm learning think about good the real for a bit. history and the real lore behind that giant. He was just. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a plausible idea. It's a possibility. I mean, there's plenty of stories and fables with similar ideas, but this one wouldn't be any different. Mm -hmm. Um, A bit more true to life, maybe. It did. It did say in the story he found an underground place, and you know, yesterday we I did find next to those trees like a hatch. It was mostly just caved in and covered with dirt, but um, that could possibly be what? Yeah, like they were. It was only yesterday. Yes. What, what are you talking it? about? What are you two talking about? Maybe mm-hmm. it's best we show you. Mm. And I would like to start kind of going, gathering up everyone and going towards that area again. Just. Okay. Uh, so everyone's gathering back in town. I, I would like to think so. Uh, Santiago sees you entering back Sopping in as well. Way. And they're like, hey, what's supposed to go on? Justin, I love how, like, yeah, Maya we're... shows, like, the utmost concern to, like, keep Lucas, like, out of oh, harm's way, and you just yeah. don't There's give a human shit. mask, and the mask... I, I, I don't like playing other these characters too has. much. Kitco, I was able to do pretty easily, Aaron. I don't know if you could hear they us. Can. But, uh... <laughs> I don't think they can. But, um... I think they're already put Santiago. They're, they're next house. to me. Anyway, uh, you get back to the town, and you smell food cooking. Wait, What? In the story, the man found the mask. Does anybody else smell that, or am I just crazy hungry? Do you think he put the mask on and became the monster? Um. Uh, you can see some smoke coming from the chimney of the house the girl was in. Where you guys slept last night? Um, I'm somewhat concerned. Um. Anybody else want to come with me? Wait, which house did you say, Justin? The house with the little girl in it. The house that you guys slept oh, in last night. Oh, yeah, let's go. Wait a minute. That kid is still there. She said they were taken early morning. Okay. 
Um, you guys head back towards that house. We arrived there shortly after you morning. You see food on the Remember table the along with a fire and fireplace. Um, it looks like she tried to make I think food. those are the townspeople. And it's not terrible, but immediately looking at it, you can tell it's not exactly high quality. She, she's probably only cooked very little in the past. Um, and she kind of, she's like washing some like dishes currently. She's like scrubbing down a pot that she used. Um, it looks like there's eggs in there as well. Some, maybe some ham from like the butcher store. Um, not the stuff that was laid out for like an entire day or two. Um, along with some other vegetables and stuff that you're not really sure where she got it from. But this house as well has an upstairs and a second floor of storage. And she's kind of set it out on the table and you can see there are five plates there. Lucas is kind of looking uh, at her a little confused. Actually, no, sorry. There are seven plates. My bad. There are seven plates there. And um, she's like, she doesn't really say anything. She sees you enter and she kind of gestures to it and then she kind of continues cleaning. That's very thoughtful of you. I never caught your name otherwise I would thank you with your name. I think it Someone is cooking something. And Lucas is going to go and pull out all the chairs for everyone, and then he's going to sit down in his. Okay. Is everyone sitting down? Yes. Yep, I'm going to go sit there. Okay. Um, Santiago comes in as well. I'm going. Uh, okay. This is in. very kind. You didn't have to do I this. Agree. Thank you. You're here going to help, so I figured you needed something to eat. I'm not really, I don't really cook very often. Well, so. it's the thought that matters. Yeah. She kind of takes her own plate, and she heads into this room here, kind of away from you guys, and sits down on the bed and starts eating hers. Uh, are you guys going to eat yours as well? Yeah, Lucas kind of sits okay. there, and he kind of like puts his hands together, and he, th- and he says something under his breath, and then he starts eating. Well, you all start having a bit of food, and um, it's not bad. I mean, after a day of basically camping out in these woods, not having much but rations and like salt-dried stuff, it's really not bad. Uh, it could definitely do with a lot of work, though, for skills. But, you know, she did it for you guys. Uh, probably to get your strength up to help her family. Um, but during the meal, you guys talk at all, or is it kind of more of a chill or quiet meal? kind of used to like chill and like you know if his his parents want to say something to him so if anybody says something you know he's free to conversate but he's also like eating halfway and he's also really looking at this paper you know it's going to take a bit of studying so probably a couple weeks probably of studying to really get yeah but he's that. still like studying it at and every given moment <laughs> yeah um, you all eat your food. It's really not bad. It seems to be eggs, hams, and vegetables, like I said, and some other stuff. Um, um yeah. Not terrible. Uh, she eats her own in silence, kind of away from you guys, and then kind of works on cleaning up and cleaning up the, um, papers that are scattered before you guys can see there. Right now. Um. Yeah, thank you. She kind of nods at you guys a little solemnly. Yeah, thank for you. you would assume as a very young child. You don't really know how old she is. Um... But you can obviously see the question in her eyes of, like, when are you guys going? I imagine, like, Lucas, when he finishes, he comes back and he kind of sees if she'll start help, sees if she'll let him start helping, because he's kind of used to it. Um, she yeah. doesn't want uh, to. Really, I... Fine. 
Um, we're about to probably head out in a minute. Okay. Just... Um, Be careful. Of course, I will come back if I manage to find them. Um, anything else you guys want to say? Not that I know. I'm good. Are you guys headed out? I make my way out. Yep. We're going okay. back towards the big um, trees you know. with the people faces and stuff. Okay. Uh, is everyone is heading back towards that clear? Mm-hmm. Right. We're gonna show Yui what we meant. Okay. Uh, are you heading as well, Kit Kai and Bader? Okay. Nice. Sludgeyugger so is heading that way as well. Um, we're a little quiet this morning. Because mine is not here. Um, let me roll a couple things to see if you guys get there. I'm just sure. Wow, look at you guys. Lucky. Very lucky. Um, the trip is mostly uneventful. Um, there's a couple moments where you think you hear something in the woods, but uh, a, a pack of blood hawks fly overhead. Um, but luckily they don't seem to notice you guys. Bloodhawks are very vicious and very predatory. So, you know, if they did not Oops. I just closed my... Hold on. How do I... Fuck. Okay, there we go. I fixed it. Uh, you know that if they had noticed you, they probably would have, uh, Definitely attacked. But luckily you weren't. There was some other stuff. Uh, you think you might have saw the owl bears that you guys saw the other day as well through the forest Clear again? Clear. But they don't really give you too much trouble as well. Yeah, you may give them, give them a wide berth. Um, and after a little bit, only about 10 minutes or so, a little more, give or take, uh, you guys come into this large clearing. Once more, I will put you all there. I just need to put Shauna in, give you control to Yui. Not Shauna, Cole. Whoever you are. Layer, take a layer. Okay, and I'll move you guys over to this new area. Tell me if you can see anything weird on this map. Because if you can, you're not supposed I'm to see li- it. I refreshed the page, so I'm joining the game shortly to make sure I get the page. Okay. I see dirt and fallen trees. It looks the same to me. Anyway, you all enter back into this area. Um, returned here from a couple days ago. Yeah, it looks mostly the same. The uh, Yui, I'll describe this for you since I'm not sure if you were there last game. But um, this is a large clearing full of what looks to be just dead things. The two trees in the middle are these large dead trees that still manage to hold themselves together. They're not rotting or anything, but any sign of leaves or real life as long as it's gone. Uh, The grass you step on crunches with dead leaves and grass. Um, There's no plants as far as you can see except for the clearing around you. Once that breaks, it kind of gets back into the normal forest. Um, around the tree's basin as well, there are these strange wooden carvings of humanoid figures. They're not detailed. They don't look particularly lifelike. Although they do have the good, they do have the right proportions and stuff. They aren't really like explicitly detailed or anything. They just look like wooden carvings that someone carved out into the tree, or carved and placed around the tree trunk. I can't really tell from where you're standing. So effigies, um, basically. Kind of, yeah. Uh, you would wager there to be around 20, and they are around both trees. 
Uh, Lucas kind of gestures to Yui when he walks up to the tree. This is what Beethoven was talking about. What in the world is this? It's what I would like to know. Beethoven said, how many did you count again? About 20. Do you think 20 people can fit in a village like that? Well, it's small enough, but I'm going to reach out and touch one. <laughs> Feels like mm-hmm. wood. These don't look like they're all one. Suddenly, the one, two, three, four, five, the five of you hear something out in the forest. Something that sounds like a low, tragic m- Yell, not yell, but uh, what do you call that? Not a moan, but groan, a call almost, almost as if something is shouting into the sky, tears in its eyes. But far too deep, far too laborious, far too heavy to be normal humans. Um, You hear the stomping, something is approaching. Okay. I need everyone, before it gets here, this thing won't hurt you. You need to just be still and let it do what it's going to do and we'll figure something out. But obviously this is what we need You're to be doing. Shaking of trees as something's pushing them apart, getting past you it. Don't mess with it. It will mess with you. Lucas kind of steps stop, back. Stops. Oh. It, can we see it? Where are you all? Go ahead. No, you can't yet. Where's everyone standing? Go ahead and tell um, me Lucas actually um, took a step back from the trees. Ooh, also, Aaron, can you screen- can someone screen share again to let, um, Sean see? Oh, I can see. Oh, can you, Sean? Yeah, I, I can see the app, oh. and I can move pan around the map. Can't do much else. That's good. Yeah, well, as long as you can see, then we can help out. Um, where is everyone standing? Alright. You're currently in the clearing, and you're hearing fine. something stopping towards you guys. Suppose Yui is standing next to me. Yeah, because uh, I was touching the tree, and I stepped back when you did. Lucas is like just kind of calmly explaining, like, "Don't, don't mess with it. Don't move. Mm-hmm. It has like a wolf thing where, with it. Don't, don't move." Where is everyone positioned? Um, I assume I'm right here. Where's Santiago standing? Because I assume Santiago would probably be doing his job. Yeah, I think he's probably more so, like, in the front here, looking out into the woods. Yeah, where I am, seems fine. Okay, everyone good? You go with that, Aaron? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the first thing you see is not the moss giant. Rather, it is the similarly made wolf you guys had encountered before. This great, you would almost call it muscly, despite its makeup, a beast uh, in the shape of a wolf, made of trees, leaves, wood, uh, primarily grass, moss, stuff like that. Um, This huge creature, uh, bigger than any of you. Uh, Let me show you one thing. Um, It is not in the clearing with you. 
you can see it basically stalking around the outside of the clearing. It's looking in as it walks by, staring at you all. Oops, that's not right. Oh, it's upside down. <laughs> it's upside down. Oh, it's dead. <laughs> um, it's walking around, and as it does, it nuzzles these vines here, these long vines that stretch into place, and they almost seem to writhe and move when it does. Uh, just looking at it, you can tell they're almost gaining yeah, some form of yeah. being, if that makes sense. Oh. Uh, what is everyone doing as this wolf is stalking around? Uh, Lucas is just kind of following it with his head. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's going on? Um, as you guys watch it, it makes its way around. And it's about here when suddenly okay. you hear the stopping once more. I'm going to keep those. They finally come to a stop. And out from the tree line, in between the trees, steps the enormous moss giant once more. Unfortunately, this token isn't super accurate, but it's all I can find. It works for really Looks like this. If you want to see what it actually looks like, there is a picture of it in the art stuff chat. In the art chat, yeah. I can send it again if you guys need me to. Yeah, if you scroll up a little bit, it's above. I'll send it again. It's above my weird furry thing that I built for Lucas because I was bored. Oh, it looks like that um, antler thingy from The Witcher Three. That's the first thing I thought of. Antler thing? Let's go. Yeah, let's. Well, I'm, we'll, we'll I'm, 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 I'm more know it from Monster Hunter, I so yeah. never mind. I need to play The Witcher. I, I don't. I don't. Don't remind me of. Reminds me of a Skyrim mod. You want to fuck a Witcher? No. I don't want to fuck a Witcher. Ever fucked a Witcher before? <laughs> um, but this enormous hulking mass of vines, grass, and wood steps into the clearing, its masked face staring at you all as it begins to walk forward, one laborious step at a time. Um, it's dragging this enormous wooden axe behind it, digging into the dirt as it kind of passes by you all. And it Whisper walks Yui as it walks by, and I go, and I think your theory is right. <laughs> um, what it walks up to the tree. And it kind of reaches down, and it, like, touches one of the wooden statues before standing up straight, looking back at you guys. Suddenly, the mask, as you guys watch, what looks to be sap-like, viscous water-like substance begins to pour from the eyes. And the the mouthless hulk begins to give out this low cry. Just a spark of red in all of your eyes. Something just flashed in your mind. Something was just entered into all of your minds. Not from the moss giant, but from somewhere else, from somewhere far away. This flash of red, like a crystal. Suddenly the moss giant stops. He's so blurring. Stairs. <laughs> and it raises its axe to prepare to prepare oh, to attack yeah. you guys. Everyone needs to roll no, me. I, don't know what it looks like. I um can I say Lee? I, I touched 
uh, I touched Yui on her on like her arm or something, and I've started uh, I've started uh, mm. concentrating on the on the spell guidance. Sure. Neat. Okay, so what that means is um mm, the Witcher. Yui, what that means is I that you can get a yeah, you can roll a D four <laughs> and add it to an ability yeah. check of choice. Mm, the Witcher of choice. So if Justin makes you to like a con save or anything, you can add it to that. Okay. Uh what did you get, Beetle? Get a roll initiative. Sixteen. Nineteen. Um, this thing was peaceful a second ago, but now its low cry of sorrow has turned into a cry of wrath and anger. Eighteen. Uh, for seemingly no reason. Me and the moss giant need to roll. It's off. moving to strike you, Justin. I rolled an eighteen. Uh, you got an eighteen. And again? me and the moss giant need to roll off. Sure, roll me again. Roll me again. Ten. You win that. I'll put you above. Uh, what else did everyone get? 19. Both of you get 19, who wants to go first? Roll off, or you can just choose. Just choose. And, uh, I kick, uh, kick, I can go first. You okay, Aaron? Well, hopefully after this battle will be it. Santiago. Let me go for them. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. Man. Um, I rolled Maya's characters. I don't know what's going on there. I should. I don't know. I I really don't know what's going on there. I, I think I think Maya's just cursed. Uh, so Kid Kai Yui. I think that's everyone. That's one. One, two, three, four, five, and one, two. Yep. So one second. Justin, what is the rule again for slinging spells, um, and concentrating on one? Can I still sling spells oh. that don't require concentration? Yeah, you either concentrating. You can't do two concentrations at yeah. once since you're a sorcerer, I'm, I guess. Um, um, okay, we'll, we'll wait for uh, Cole to get back to the straight. I got a 19. We good. So, all of you have heard this creature to be a peaceful thing and a second ago it seemed as though those stories were very true as it didn't seem to have any malice for you at all however when that red gleam flashed in your mind suddenly this peaceful tranquil being has flipped on a coin it, it raises its axe towards you all and in this wrathful sorrowful scream it's going to try and attack you all um it's wolf following suits okay. um who's first kick out you were first so go ahead and we'll get to you when i get back <sighs> what do you do um i guess since what's closest i guess the wolf would be 
Um, I don't know. Well, technically, the giant's closer. Yeah. I so I guess I guess I'll roll the hit. Are you gonna run now, up and attack it? Now, it's my roll, huh? Are you gonna run up and attack it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, boyfriend. Now, my my D20 is not plus anything, right? When I roll um, the hit, if your weapon no, it has anything it's plus, your strength modifier. It's it's your strength modifier plus your proficiency bonus to hit. So I think, what is your strength modifier? Oh well, see, I didn't know that. Plus three, and my so, proficiency bonus is a two. So it's plus five. So to with hit. your trident, you can roll your D20 okay, plus I'll- five. Wait, I did the enhanced weapon also, thing. Oh yeah, Aaron, you also, had an enhanced yeah, weapon. Sean, while you were away, Kitka. Sean, while you were away, Kitka, Sean enhanced your weapon to a plus one. Which means you have plus one for both hit and damage. So your damage does one more damage, and also you have another hit. So you have a plus six to hit. And then when you roll damage, you add plus and one. And if you rage, if you rage, Aaron, you get another mm-hmm. plus one. So you'll have a plus okay. seven to hit, and another plus one to your damage. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> you sure? Should I go ahead and? Sorry, my brain's like. Uh, cool. Should I go ahead and rage, or is that like I need to do that after? No, you can rage before you do it whenever you want. It's a bonus action, so whenever you want. Rage out! Rage out! <laughs> it means you take half damage from every source, and you do plus one uh-huh. damage and plus one to hit. Okay. All right. So that's plus seven to hit, right? Yeah. Oh, good lord. Eleven. Yeah. Eleven. To hit? Plus anything? Plus. That's that's it. That's rounded, baby. <laughs> Wait. So Ooh. what did you what did you roll? I have to roll a four. A four. A plus seven. You rolled a four. I rolled a four. Oh you have God. a plus seven in your roll. <laughs> That's impressive. You roll as bad as Maya does. Um, so you run upwards towards this mass giant, your rage activating, your tail becoming like a really hand style, ready to grab onto anything. And you stab at this thing and your trident, it goes straight into its leg and the moss giant doesn't even fucking feel it. Uh, Yui, it is your turn. All right. What are you doing? Um, I'm going to get a little distance from this thing, and I am going to cast Bane on it. Disadvantage! Okay. What's that get disadvantage, What does bitch. Bane do? Cool. Up to three creatures of your choice that you can see within range must make charisma saving throws. Whenever a target that fails the saving throw makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack or saving throw. Hey, Justin, you don't get to roll that. You roll an 8. What's your spell save DC? You don't get to roll that, Justin. You roll an 8. I roll an 8? Okay, so that's plus his charisma, which is minus. So, are you doing that both to him and the I don't wolf? think the wolf is in range. The wolf is the wolf not is... in range. Yeah, Justin, you don't get yeah, to you not. don't get to roll that um, for him. He gets, he gets an eight. 20, 20, yeah, it is. It's in range. Remember the distance calculator is now. Oh, it's not, it's each one of the squares counts as five feet. It's in range. Oh, each of the squares is five feet. Okay. Yeah. One, two, yeah. three, four. Then I will cast it on both yeah. of them. 
So you're doing it Yeah, I'm going to do it both. Okay, then the wolf is going to roll. Well, do you want to impose that eight on the giant or the, the giant? Say? Okay. And it has to roll higher than a 14? Yes. It succeeds. But the giant is not. Uh, Lucas, uh, are you doing anything else to you? Is that uh, it? Bonus I'm- actions. Bonus actions? If you want to um, cast a bonus action, if you want to move, um, any spells you can cast as a bonus action. Also, just so you know, Bane is a concentration, so if you're hit, you have to make a concentration save. You have to make a con save in order to maintain concentration, and if you fail, Then drops. I am going to move out of the general target of everybody. So right around here. Okay. Aunt Yoko can move like 60 feet. Uh, Lucas, it is it's your my turn. turn. It's your it turn, my Lucas. Turn. Oh my goodness. Lucas has never shown this off to anyone before. I am going to instantaneously, and I'd like to describe it, um, I would like to use my shielding aura and any hostile creatures that end its turn within 10 feet of me, which I am staying within 10 feet of this giant, um, must take me damage. Um, so probably what everyone sees is something you've never seen before, is Lucas kind of sits there and he kind of like closes his eyes and he kind of says something to himself. And like around him within 10 feet, and I'll put the general aura up. 10. And basically there's just like this- Do they have to make a save or do they just they take They just damage? take damage if they end their turn within, within 10 feet of me. I get resistance to all damage, including magical, until the end of my next turn. And so basically around Lucas, you see like this shimmering kind of aura kind of like appear. If you've ever seen like a Pokemon move, that's kind of like, you know, an aura type effect. It kind of is like kind of like an Aurora Borealis kind of effect that's like surrounding Lucas within 10 feet. And he is going to cast Eldritch Blast at the face of the Moshman. Okay, go and roll me damage. Or roll me to hit. hit. That's what she meant. Also, what's your warlock level and what's your charisma modifier? How much damage does it take? Um, what? Oh no. For the shielding aura. The shielding aura, aura is uh my warlock level plus my intelligence mod, and it's radiant damage. Yeah, what is it? So that is six damage for everything for every hostile okay. creature. <laughs> and I am okay, slapping so it with warlock. For the, you know, the, the classic Eldritch Blast, give me that dirty 20 to hit. Okay, hits. How much damage? Got a bullet. Give me a solid 8 damage. Nice. Um, you cast a shielding aura, and this sparkling aura of power emanates from Lucas, tearing into the moss giant, uh, ripping off some of its leaves and some of its moss, and before he lets loose an eldritch blast of power directly into the thing's face, uh, making it roar in anger and pain. And it is now its turn, and it's going to attack you, Kitkas, since you are right next to it. However, you're going to take half damage because you're raging. So good on you, I guess. <laughs> um, it's going to attack you. What is your AC? Kitka? Uh, 15. Okay, 15. It is going to attack you with its axe. Um, which hits. And it's going to attack you again with its free hand. Which, 15? Um, does not yes. hit. The second one does not hit. The first one does, though. 
Give me my D8. Okay. Ten. You take... What is... I'm completely blanking. What is seven plus four? Eleven. Duh. Eleven. Um, you take eleven... But have that, Aaron, and you take only five damage. You take six damage. It's round eleven. Six. So you take six damage, Aaron. Okay. Um... That is its turn, and is going to be Bader's turn next. What are you doing? I'm waiting for a reaction for somebody to see this fucking 18 year old who just rippled out a fucking aura. Sean? Oh, he put it in real quick. He can't hear you. Oh, okay, did he? Yeah, he said deploy torrent flamethrower. Um, okay. Ooh, flyer, okay. Oh, where are you putting it? I'm going to use the owl again. Fine. Actually, I know what I'm going to use as your turret. <laughs> My- Oh, <laughs> uh, where do you want it? Oh. Later, right by you? So, like, here? <laughs> that good? I'm sorry. For context, everyone, that, and what that else is are you doing? little sigil for the old woman <laughs> in the cyberpunk game. Oh, God. We really gotta find out a better way to do this, Sean. We can't have you texting for the next for the entire game. Well, this everybody can prepare their actions. Yeah, everyone think about what you're gonna do instead of thinking about what's gonna happen. Can one of us roll for Santiago, please? Every single time. Um, Sean, I'm pretty sure that deploying it and using it as both a bonus action. You only have one bonus action, so you can't do that. It's using action. Deploy this in action? Oh, okay. So it's gonna walk up to the thing and it is going to burn it. I assume trying to get it past fucking Aaron, you know, it'll take half damage from that video is inspired. Um, do they need to roll to hit? Or... I'll look it up since I don't think we're gonna do it. Oh, by the way, Cole, once you use that d4, um, you don't get it again. So choose wisely. Dexterity saving throw taking 2d8 fire damage on successful save. Have as much damage as you can. So it's gonna roll. Wait, the uh... What's your deck save? What's your deck save, Sean? I'm gonna assume like 14 or 15. I think it's. It, it passes. We got a critical pass. Um, have as much damage on the successful one. So you can take 2d8 damage. So. One. Two. Okay. Um, that was a good amount of damage. You all watch as this flame spews out of Sean or Bader's Eldritch Cannon, um, igniting the moss giant, and basically you hear this roar of pain as like the bottom of it, the part that gets like ignited, goes up in flame, basically. And a lot of it catches at once, burning through the vine. And you can see the vines themselves, the grass and the moss, pulling over itself and suffer, uh, stuffing out the flame. But it's obvious that it hurt the fucking lot. Um, that is minus... Did it turn that much. in, in, oh, in, in my space? Um... Oh yeah, no, we already took the damage from earlier, since now was its turn in your space. I already applied the damage from earlier, Sam, sorry. I'm gonna forget about that. Okay, it is the wolf's turn. 
and it is going to run up and attack you, Yui, since you have cast a spell on it. And what is your AC? 14. Okay. Ooh, it definitely hits. And it's going to do... I have a question. Cause nine plus four, thirteen. Uh, you take thirteen damage and roll me a strength saving a throw. A strength saving throw. That's you have with a D4. My... You can roll that D four for any ability check, which is for, for the any saving throw. Ability check. Yes, the spell specifies okay. any ability check, so you can roll that D four for that saving throw if you like. Okay, but I need to roll the d20 for the saving throw first regardless, right? Yeah, that d4 you can use for any ability check, so you don't have to use it now, or you can, but the moment you do that, it goes away. So that's your one use. That is a 15 plus 1, which is a 6, so 16. Not enough. You are one off. Um, As this thing runs up to you, you take the damage, I think it was 13 points of damage, and it basically pounces at you, its claws digging into you as it shoves you to the ground. Uh, Roll me a constitution saving throw to try and maintain concentration. Okay, just hold on one second. 31 minus 13. Oh, that's wonderful. Justin, do critical successes also suffer the effects of Bane? It su- it, I mean, it, it's suffering from Bane, so it has to roll a d4 and subtract it from its roll. No, the wolf... Su- su- yeah, the wolf is it. The one the oh, yeah. yeah the right. wolf succeeded in the throw, but the moss giant didn't. Oh, no, I was anyway, talking about for the, for the, th- for the throw when throw. Sean hit. What? I'm saying it, the giant critically success doesn't oh, suffer. Oh no, Bane. Sam! It, it, even even with a even with a D4, it wouldn't have been enough for it to not do it. So, so we wouldn't record on anyway. We can talk about it next time. Uh, what did you roll in your concentration for? My throw? concentration. Oh. What con saving throw? What did you? Roll? I didn't roll it yet because Sammy and you were talking okay. back and forth. What am I supposed to roll for the concentration? <laughs> okay. D20 plus your con saving throw. Con, okay. That is a 19. Uh, you more than passed. You managed to maintain your concentration, so the debuff is still on the Moss Giant. It is Santiago's turn, they are going to shoot at the wolf. And I got a two. Um, <laughs> Santiago! Uh, Kitka, it is your turn. You are directly in front of this thing. Uh, what are you doing? Okay. You is fucking pinned down by a wolf. Hey, I was looking at my thing, and you know, as a tiefling, don't you have hellish rebuke as a racial? Yeah, trait? hellish rebuke is a yeah, reaction. You, you can use it once per I long don't. What? I don't have that. Oh yeah, it's because you're winged. So because you have the flying speed of thirty feet, you don't have the other racial traits. <sighs> If you had Hellish Rebuke, and Darkness, and Flying, that would be ridiculous. Well, what can I say? You're welcome. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'll roll to hit, uh, which is... You know, plus plus seven. seven. Please don't roll a four! Not bad. It's a chance to me... 
Uh, that is a 21. 21? You definitely fucking hit it. Roll me damage. Okay, um, so that would be 1d6 plus 4, since my thing is now plus 1. Mm-hmm. So yeah, roll damage. Well, it's your strength saving. So no, it's plus two now because you have both enhancement and also your rage. You can see if plus two, plus whatever you had before. Okay. Okay. So plus two plus what I had already. Plus your so strength modifier. So two. Plus your strength mod. Wait, what is your strength mod? Two, two plus, plus two. my strength mod is three. Where what are you getting the other Sam, two from? Sam, stop talking, Sam. What is your strength mod? <laughs> My strength mod is three. Okay, so you do plus five damage. What did you roll on your d6? Yeah, I, so I haven't rolled it yet because I was confused. Okay. <laughs> Barbarian is hard. I mean, I had it right. <laughs> yes. Don't ever play That's a spellcaster. A, <laughs> a six plus it's five. Six yeah, trust me, five. I don't like spot. I don't like spells. That's not bad. That's eleven damage. Eleven. Uh, you stab into it, into the uh, mossy giant's flesh, doing okay. six plus five, so eleven. So, um, it is fucking angry at you. Uh, mainly you, Kitka, and the turret. It is not happy with. Uh, you eat it's your turn. What are you doing? Um, okay. I have this thing on me, right? <sighs> it's not on you, so the condition is prone. Um, what that means is that you're basically knocked down currently. It takes half your movement to stand up. You have disadvantage on attack rolls. And things within five feet of you have advantage on attack rolls against you. Okay. So you have to hit, use half your movement to stand up. That's the only thing. Yeah. Okay. He he just um, um read the chat. Well, now that I know your stats, Kit Kat, I'll just play for you. <laughs> okay, because you well actually don't roll for me. Cause, cause you're kind of no wait. You rolled good for me. I was thinking. I was thinking about uh, how you're rolling for Maya's character. No, I rolled. Yeah, I rolled I'm gonna take so a shower. I mean, you could also but for you. I rolled two criticals in a row. I wouldn't trust that, Aaron. That's just dumb luck. <laughs> I was fine. You guys can what fight. What you doing? Rolled I got an idea. I don't know, honestly. Okay. Um, you can try uh, to get okay. away from the wolf. You could um. Try to attack the wolf to get it to get off of you. Well, I have an idea, but I don't know if it would actually work. Could I try to stab it with my sword? And if I do that, can I then cast, what's it called? Um, Heat metal on it. Is heat metal a bonus action? No, it's not. Never mind. I just missed that. Well, hold on. It's a fun idea. I kind of like it. Um, fun. Okay, so it's an action. Um, I won't let you do it in the same round, but I will let you roll to stab it and keep your sword inside of it so you can cast heat metal okay. next turn. Yes. You do that? It's a fun idea. Okay, so roll okay. to hit. Roll to hit. Um, and that is plus three. Justin, read the chat. 14 plus three. That is yeah, 17. Nice. Your, your aura lasts for one round, Sam, so it's already. Gone. I know, but 
is until my next turn. Yeah. So I'm saying um, which means it ended his last turn in my aura. There you go. It took some damage. It did, yes, sir. What did you roll? Um, I rolled a 17. A 17? Okay, that hits. How, How much, much damage? damage? Uh, 1d8 plus 1. 7 plus 1, that is a full 8. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you stab your rapier, or whatever sword you're using, into the wolf's hide. Uh, where yelps in pain, uh, unable to, like, knock you away. Uh, next check, you can do an athletics or dexterity check to keep your sword in the thing, and you can cast deep metal. Uh, for now, though, that is your turn. Uh, let's see your bonus actions, you? Me? Yeah, I'm going yeah. to actually heal myself. Okay, uh, Let's see, that's going to be healing word, which is 1d4 plus 4. Too many, too many dice. <laughs> and can I well, can I use that. the plus four that Sammy gave me in order can to do use, that? Is it a da- are you damaging something or are you doing an ability check? No, never mind. Um, Sam. Uh, the aura comes down, obviously, because it's starting like to move over here towards this wolf and start attacking it to get it off of Yui. Okay. And I'm gonna blast that fool in the face with some Eldritch Blast. Uh, you don't have disadvantage, you're too close. Oh, yeah, you're right. Ha ha ha. Then I'll just stay where I was and blast that bit. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You want me to hit? That's it. Hey. Shit, what the fuck am I doing? It's a 19 plus 5. Okay, what, what's the damage? All right. Oh, that's, that's a full nine damage. Nice. Uh, the wolf is looking pretty fucking hurt. It's obviously a lot flimsier and less thick as the moss giant is, and it is not feeling great. Anything else you're doing? Huh? Anything else oh, you're doing? Oh, uh, bonus actions, duh. Uh, as a bonus action, I will... Mm, nah, I'm not gonna do anything. Okay. Um, it is the Moss Giant's turn, and it's going to move down here. Um, and it is going to... Uh, you are within five feet of it, so it's going to attack both you and Bador in the same attack. Not Bador, uh, Kitka. Um, what's your AC, what Sam? What did Kitka say the worst there was? Uh, 15. Let's go with that. 15 and 14. Well, it passes both. Doesn't it suck? Yeah, minus D4. Uh, yes, it does, actually. <laughs> a D4 minus, was it? Okay, let me roll that. Where is my D4? There it is. <laughs> uh, minus one, which means it's fine, actually. It's still you. And I think it's. Let me find my thing. Let me pull up my options. It does 2d8 plus 4. So that's. Oh my god. 6 is 14 plus 4. You take 18 damage. 
Uh, Kit Kat only takes nine damage, but you take eighteen. Lucas. Uh, I would like the hellish rebuke. And it's going to. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> Fuck your shit. I'm hellish rebuke. I need to roll. I need to roll a deck save of what? Fourteen, and it suffers bane. Uh, it failed. Uh, oh, and it wouldn't have failed if it didn't have. To... Oh, it failed if it was one point above, and Bane at minimum would have given it one point less. I think you have so, to roll that d4 every time. Bane, so yes. Yeah, the Bane would have reduced it by one point, which is more than enough to get it Give to your full damage. Oh, damage. Nineteen. Goddamn, that's. Of hell. Um, you are slashed at with its giant axe before your fingers spray out and this enormous eruption of fire uh, blasts over it. Um, you hear this bellow in pain as the moss giant um, is going to attack you again, Sam, because that's multi-attack. What's your AC again? <laughs> it got a 19. And it hits you with a slam. And it slams are special. Uh, it got a 19. Uh, well... So even minus four, it still hits you. Fine. Well, it's about to fucking go down, yeah. I think. <laughs> um, it does one and a one again. So it does Thank two God. damage. However, it's two plus. That's how much health do you have? Twelve. Yeah, it does six damage to you. It does six or two damage. Um, it does six damage because it has a plus four. So wait, let me. Was that? 14 and then sorry all right i would like so to hellish rebuke when again. it hits something when it when it hits something with both of its attacks you can hellish rebuke again sure go ahead i will a deck i'll roll a dc deck save and it completely failed that so i'll be damaged do you have enough spell slots for this you're a warlock that was that was my that was my two. Oh damn okay um Give me a full 14 damage. Nice. Uh, that's More pretty damn fire. good. Holy shit. Um, this thing is fucking hurt. So, this has a special effect where if it hits you with both its axe and it slam, it engulfs you. Um, so, Lucas, you are being pulled into the vines as it slams into you with its heavy arm. Um, the vines and the moss are wrapping around your body and pulling you inside of it. Um, you are being engulfed by it, and you are now considered grappled. Um, you are blinded, restrained, and unable to breathe. And when it's your turn, you have to succeed in a constitution saving throw or take damage. Sure. Um, people can cut you out, but you are currently Gosh, restrained. Yeah, do your goddamn job! Vader is typing <laughs> in roll 20. Uh, Vader, are you still there, Sean? Firebolt. He is. Oh, good, okay. Firebolt. Firebolt, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, who are you fireball on? The wolf or the giant? You gotta, you gotta put more description in this, so I don't have to ask you all these questions, Sean. If you're typing, you gotta tell me what you're doing. Okay. Roll, roll the hit. And go ahead and roll damage in case you do giants. It. Where did I go? You are currently inside of it. Well, put me where I can just see. <laughs> Okay, what's your damage, Sean? Five. Okay. Uh, are you going to use your flamethrower again? Because 
that means that both Kit Kat and Lucas might be hit as well. Just oh yes, take down the spell hit. Are you still using it? <laughs> okay. No, what are you doing then? Nothing. You're just gonna chill? Okay. Um, can I roll for Santiago, uh, please? Sure, you can roll Yay. for Santiago. Um, the wolf is going to attack Bator. As you're right next to it, Bator. Uh, what's your AC? It doesn't matter what it missed. Yeah, 15, it missed. Uh, the wolf bites at you, and you manage to, like, block it with, uh, I don't know if you have a sword or anything, but you manage to block it and knock it away. Uh, this huge, snarling, grassy beast in front of you trying to tear your throat out. Uh, angry if you've ever seen it before. Uh, Santiago, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, is going to take damage from... Well, actually, no, he's not moved out of its range. So, actually, it's not an attack of opportunity. Huh, okay. Um, and he's going to try and cut you. I'm rolling. Lucas. I think he has not uh, Go ahead and roll for him. Go ahead and roll a d20. So they're cutting me out with what? A dagger? A sword? Uh, a tomahawk. tomahawk. How much is that plus? Don't don't roll me damage. Just roll me a d20. I wish I could That's fucking tell 19. you. So it's two plus... So... Two, so... Okay. Uh, that's enough. Um, they slice at the vines holding you, um, basically pull you out before you suffocate as you're completely restrained in this thing. Uh, you're pulled out of it. Um, uh, next is Kitka's turn, who is going to attack. I'm going to roll for them. They have a plus seven to hit, so they probably should hit this. Uh, definitely hits it, yeah. And they're going to do, what was it, D6 plus Four. five? Six, five, yeah. So they had a three for their strength plus yeah, two five. for yes, yeah, so it's five. So four plus five, that's nine damage, which isn't bad. Uh, this thing is looking pretty hurt now. Uh, the wolf as well is looking My sword's way still more in it, hurt. right? Uh, the wolf looks like it's going feral. Yep. Uh, you eat is your turn. What are you doing? <laughs> and I. An yes, athletics it is. check. Roll me an athletics check to keep uh, trying to keep it in there as it's trying to get it back. Well, let's go with dex. Athletics or dexterity, whichever side. Twenty-one. So <laughs> Ooh, solid. This thing rolled yep. a four. So. <laughs> that is two yeah. D8. So okay, that will be four. Okay, roll me damage. And... Roll me damage. A six, which is ten. 10 damage more, uh, double because it's weak, so that's 20 damage. Um, the wolf looks like it's on its last legs. You've stuck this sword into it, and these, like, you're heating the metal inside of it, basically barbecuing the inside of this grass wolf as it screams okay. out in pain and going to try and attack you uh, next turn, Yui. Uh, Lucas, what are you currently doing? Hmm. What do you think I'm doing? I'm gonna attack this fool. Well, you gotta tell me. Eldritch Blast! Because I don't feel like a gun's gonna do much here. Um, so let's fucking... As bonus action first, I'm gonna heal with my second wind, so that is MD10, plus my fighter level 2. I'm blessed! That's 11 health back. Nice. 
feeling great, feeling better. -ish. Um, and now I'm gonna blast the school with Eldritch Blast. The wolf. That is a fourteen plus five. Fourteen plus Um, that hits. How much damage? Oh, I got a roll damage now. That's a solid nine damage for fucking. Black. Nice. Uh, you think one more hit is going to tear this thing apart? It looks like it is. It, you've like torn out huge chunks of the wood and the moss and the grass that holds this thing together. That is its body, and you think one more good hit will just completely knock it down. Um, however, the moss giant is not happy, and it is going to attack you again, Lucas. It suffers bane. Yes, it does. Um, what's your AC? It misses Woo! both of you because of the bane once more. Um, it rolled a fourteen, so that minus one put it too low. It's going to attack again with its slam. Uh, completely misses. Uh, it's attacking you guys. It's basically slamming its axe on the dirt. It's batting people away, desperate to try and save its wolf. Um, but you manage to like base bit and manage to like roll and dodge out of its way, diving away from the huge wooden axe. Fireball! Uh, it is your turn. What are you doing? Firebolt the giant. Nice. Okay. Yes. Want me to damage? Want me to hit? Uh, twelve misses. You gonna do anything else with your um, bonus action? You're gonna try and roast it. You can try and move it behind the um, moss giant. You gonna try and do that? Okay. So you can move it back here. You can move and attack in one bonus action, right? Even if you can't, we'll say that you moved it last bonus action because you didn't do anything. And I need to roll a deck saving throw, right? I'm going to say Kit Kat is out of the way enough that it won't hurt them. Uh, deck save of what? Fifteen or higher. And they fail. Nice. Uh, how much damage does it do? Okay. They take seven plus five doubled, which is very nice. Uh, minus that much. Um, you hurt this thing a fucking huge amount. It does not look like it's okay at this point. Um, the moss giant is still on its feet. But both it and the wolf are hurting real bad. Um, speaking of, this thing is going to attack Yui, who is directly in front of it. And it is going to roll a... What's your AC? It hits you. And it does... That's D8. Um, so... Okay. Plus... Or you take 10 damage, Yui. And you need to roll me a DC strength saving strength throw. Saving if you roll lower said? than a 17, you're not prone again. That is only an 8. Yeah. Uh, you are knocked prone, and as it does, it knocks you to the ground, it's going to use its bonus action 
to basically rear up on its hind legs. Its last kind of moment, its last breath is about to die. The next hit it gets pretty much. And it lets out this enormous howl around it. And everyone needs to roll me a wisdom saving throw. It's not a hard one, but you need to roll that. That's for Kitka. Passes. 15. Santiago passes. Everyone roll me a wisdom saving throw. 12. Okay. 12. Ooh. Um, so, Bador, you are the only one, but you are suddenly terrified of this howl. It, like, rocks through your body, and this paralyzing fear chokes you up. Uh, you have the frightened condition. It's not fear. It just means that you have disadvantage of attacking the wolf, and also you cannot move any closer to it. Now that fucking matters, you're right next to it. Um, that's all it means. Um, also, the howl gave the moss giant advantage on its next attack. Um, Santiago is going to try and shoot at the wolf. And they actually fucking hit! I was supposed to roll for them anyway. Can you fucking believe it? Minimum damage. Um, not enough to kill it. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry, Maya. Um, Kitka is going to attack the moss giant once more. Um, they miss as well. Um, Yui, it is your turn. What are you doing? Wait, what exactly right is prone doing again? You need to stand up using half your movement. That should be fine for you. Prone means that in order to stand up, you use half your movement speed. While you are prone, you have disadvantage on all attack okay. rolls. And everyone would, within five feet of you has advantage on attack rolls against you. I can get up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine you got up last time as well. So that's serious. Um, so you stand up using half your movement. Uh, what are you going to do? I guess I'll melt its skin from the inside again. <laughs> God. That's uh, an actual another, 20. Uh, roll me another dex to keep your rapier inside of it. Woo-hoo. You definitely keep it inside. Uh, you're gonna roll damage mm-hmm. then. 7 is 12. Okay. Uh, I don't think Kit-Kat's coming back, yeah. so... Oh well. Um, 12... Uh, you fucking, you imbue your sword with this magical heat, and suddenly there is this flash of energy and heat as basically the wolf fucking dissolves into these, like, sparks of ashes that float around in the air. Like, your rapier left hanging in the air completely void of the wolf. And there is this moment of heavy silence as the ashes that were the wolf fall to the ground. And the moss giant lets out this mournful deafening bellow and the tears that are coming from its mask begin streaming down the entire part of the face not just the corner but the entire cheeks uh, this viscous water like liquid pouring down Um, there's this moment of silence and suddenly the sky breaks open the previously completely clear sky blue sky is nothing Suddenly, rain clouds with rain pouring down, crashing into the ground. It's 
deafening the sound of these heavy raindrops slamming into the dirt around you, turning it quickly into mud. I need to roll a few dice. Let's see, it's a four, a six, and a three. Um, which means that and here are all now these huge piles of mud as this sudden torrential rain pouring down is doing it. Um, you can see the leaves of this creature of the moss giant becoming wet, and you've got a pretty good feeling that fire is not going to be nearly as effective as it was just a moment ago. Um, although something else may be more effective now. Who knows? Hint, hint. Um, Lucas Lynn, it is your turn. There is torrential rain. It may impact your aiming a little bit, just so you know. It is pouring down around you. Um, those red squares you guys can see on the map are now considered extremely difficult terrain, which means it halves your movement. And also, if you try and dash through it, you have a chance of falling prone and losing your movement. Uh, what are you doing, uh, Lucas? Lucas is kind of, he's staring down at this giant. He's like, I'm sorry to do this, but I gotta have that mask. So he's going to try to blast it in the face with another Eldritch Blast. Okay, what we did. Yeah, we're ready. Give me a 21. A 21? That hits, do mm-hmm. damage. Give me that four damage. <laughs> Four damage? Nice. Um, that's a little bit of damage. Not bad. Um, are you going to do anything else? Uh, as a bonus action, I can't do that. Um, I'm just going to move um, away from it. Over here. Um, it screams this deafening bellow once more, and the ground beneath you guys writhes, the muddy pit that you're in, along with itself, a 20-foot radius sphere. Um, in that circle, everywhere inside that circle, these enormous thorny vines begin erupting from the soil and the mud underneath this torrential rain. I mean, fucking big. These thick brambles that moving through, if you try, is gonna hurt a lot. Staying completely still, you guys are okay. But if you try and move through every five feet of space in here, if you try and move, you will take damage. Um, I won't tell you how much yet. Um, Kitka is going to attack... It's going to attack Kitka with its axe. It's a 15 that hits. And that does... 7 plus 5, that is 12, plus 4, 16 damage. Halved is 8. Minus 8. Um, I'm pretty sure they're not down yet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're okay. Um, Bador, it is your turn. You are currently in this sphere. You are both in difficult terrain, and also you are in this thorny pit. If you try and move yourself or your um, turret, you will take a bit of damage. I will tell you how much you do. Every five feet you move, you will take damage. Firebolt again? Nice. Roll me to hit. Uh, just so you know, Sean, because it's torrentially raining, the dr- uh, the giant is currently soaking wet, 
and fire probably isn't going to be nearly as effective as it just was. Hint, hint, there is another element that is now more weak, too. Okay, roll me damage. And if you guys really want to hint, I hinted at what its new weakness is earlier in the game. So if you can remember what I said, that'll help you. Um, anything else, Peter? Okay, nice. Um, I need to roll to avoid, which I completely fail. I'm gonna go ahead and roll damage for you since that's faster, Sean. Um, and plus two, nine damage. Um, you guys watch as both Bador and his turret um, blast fire into this thing once more, but unlike before, its vines aren't catching. Uh, the moss that makes it up isn't being lit on fire. Instead, it's almost immediately being put out in this torrential rain that's coming from above. Um, the giant hardly seems to notice anymore. It's still taking damage, obviously, but a lot less. Um, Santiago is going to try and cleave that giant. That's a force. Sure, we'll leave this money. And I'll damage. Yay! Um, plus their modifiers, which means they hit. Good job, Sammy. Uh, and they do max damage for the roll. Good job, Santiago. Uh, which means they actually cut into it and go to bits, um, slashing into the vines. Uh, it is Kit Kat's turn. They are going to stab at them as well. Um, with a 16. Um, uh, they had a d6 for their attack. That's four plus their five to hit, which means it's nine damage. So minus nine. Um, this thing is looking hurt. Everyone is focusing fire on it. There are these thorns around you guys, which means if you move, uh, you'll be hurt pretty badly. You Luckily, you have to move right at this moment. Yui, uh, what are you doing? Uh, crap. If you move five feet, you'll take damage. And also, if you try and dash, you'll fall over, potentially. Yeah. And also, it is raining really hard. Can I... You try to cut at the vines. Okay. I don't suppose I can just casually try and walk over... You'll um, take a little bit of damage, but you'll you'll definitely get out of the difficult terrain, and you'll get out of the vines. You will take some damage, though. Uh Uh-huh. These things, I'll tell you now, Can are magical and extremely thick. Like, magically thick. It would take a really high roll to cut through them. You got any spells? Okay. I you have a 5% that. chance of cutting through them. I said, if you have any spells anything. that go and blast just this one enemy... Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Okay. Um... As far as I can tell, I don't have anything I can really use. So, thing is, then, huh? Yeah. Well, no. I well, the only one I do, which I think is the new weakness, is a five foot spell, which means it needs to be literally right next to me. 
I, it was thunderclap. So thunderclap and thunderclap are actually sound based, not lightning based. No, there's lightning oh. damage. I thought Thunder they were lightning based. Sound. Okay. Oh, okay. Just Never mind. I'm not I saying that's a weakness. I'm just saying that. I think it's within range of 15 feet going okay. diagonally. Okay, I gotcha. Either way, there's, it's too far away for me to actually hit him. So I need to actually okay. move out of the circle. So I'm going to do that. Huh? Uh, 15, yeah, but also Kit Kat and Bador and Lucas are also in range. Yeah, and I don't, that's no good. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to move out of the way, okay, and I want to actually try and get up to Show here. Me. Uh, can I move, wait, it's my not, range it's is 30 feet, so that's one, two, three, four... I want to move Ooh, to really? okay. here, Hold on. if I can. Um, so where are you moving? Up there? So you want to move outside, outside the circle and the move circle. up there, right? So that's 5, 10, 15, yes. 20, 25, 30. You can move right there is the furthest you can move. Uh, but you are going to take some damage. That's good. Not a huge amount, but some. Mm -hmm. uh, let me see how much. Hold on. Okay. I think it's... Okay, this place is so fancy, but it's so bad. Uh, you, uh, you take eight damage as you walk out of that small little bit. Yeah, I'll hurt. We look. Okay, wonderful. Um, then I want to use my bonus action to heal. Okay, go ahead and heal yourself, and we'll jump over to Lucas. Uh, what are you doing, Lucas? Yep. Of course I can. Is the moss giant? He's pretty badly hurt. He's still he's still on two feet, but he's got holes in him. He's hurt. He's looking soaking wet. He's still got burnt, charred places in his body. He's looking incredibly damaged. Um, Lucas, can you roll me a perception check real quick? Is that who I think it is? Plus yeah. What is he doing? There uh, is someone. That right is the last you. of my second levels. It is the Please, woman. What? It is the woman you had met at the house a while ago. Um, at the like graveyard, remember? Stop. And she looks at you and she mouths. And Lucas is going Please. to sleep. He's going to sit and think. And he's like. And she's just watching. What are you doing, Lucas? Alright then. And he is not going to do anything but move out of the way. I'll take whatever damage you throw at me. Only five. Uh, you moved out of the circle. How many feet did you move out? It was just five. Okay, so you're not gonna take too much. Uh, you take three plus. I mean, so you I only take five damage. Assume that I would just say stop. Jeez, what the hell? Um, that was your movement. That was a six seconds. 
talking isn't really an option right this second. Um, she looks at you and she says, "It's not his fault." Oh, no! <laughs> uh, it is now Mastrian's turn. He is going to attack Kitka. This might actually down Kitka. That was a critical hit. So it is going to be plus ten. four d eight, I think, for this one attack. Yeah, plus more than that. Four plus the amount of damage. Um, but they had resistance, but they are down. Um, this thing raises up this huge axe and slices the Kitka, uh, dropping to them, dropping them to the ground as they fall unconscious. Uh, bleeding on the ground. Um, it rolled a natural 20, um, which is an automatic success, so the being one of the effects. At least that's how I roll it. Um, Bader, it is your... Oh, actually, no, it's not your turn. It has more attacks. What am I saying? Um, it also is going to cast um, around itself. It is going to cast... What is it? I think it's... That one? Make a melee spell attack, cool, 10 feet closer. Um, it's going to make a melee spell attack against you, Lucas. What's your AC? Huh? 14. What's your AC, Lucas? Um, it hits. Did it suffer? Um, It takes its free arm and... What? Oh, that's true. Man, hold on. rolling shit and shit, bro! No, it's fine. Uh, if if it's more than four above, I'm not gonna roll it, but it's fine. They only rolled it one. Um, it takes its great arm and it stretches out towards you, wrapping around you, Lucas, and dragging you ten feet back into the circle. Um, back no, here. Um, dragging you into the pit. <laughs> Lucas! <laughs> I will wrest control from this boy. Uh, you also take 1d6 piercing damage. Uh, uh, you take four damage. Is it like uh, Luke is pretty hurt. You are also like now in the circle. Uh, the, the, the basically, it sends out this viney, grassy arm that wraps around you, engulfs you, and pulls you towards it. Um, Lucas is pretty yeah, hurt. Santiago's great. turn, and they are going to try and distract it, run up and attack it. Uh, you want to roll for Santiago, yeah, Sam? Yeah, let me roll for the boy. What is he trying to do? Santiago, they're going to be attacking again with the cleavers since they're too close to attack with their gun. Nice, they do double damage. Good job. The good rolls come out when you need it. I rolled two ones. Justin! <laughs> you did two damage. Plus the modifiers times two, so you can do that, that little damage. I rolled so badly. Um, this thing is on its last fucking legs. Um, Santiago takes the cleaver and slices through it, uh, cutting off part of the arm that drags you closer to it. It's not disabled, but it's fucking, it's hurting like shit. It looks like it's about to die. Um, it is on its last legs for sure. Um, Kitka's turn. Kitka's down, so I draw a death saving throw for them. I really hope I don't. What? 
I don't think so. Lucas Lynn, Most Giant, Buddy Bull. Oh, I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, what would you do, Vador? We'll jump back in time a little bit before. Catapult a dagger. Catapult a dagger? <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, I need to roll a deck save, don't I? 15, I think. Um, it fails, so you hit. Roll me damage. I guess I can roll damage. You roll me damage. Yeah. This might kill it. Lucas is like desperately like trying to scream and tell everyone to stop. Oh, are you? I think that's what she's telling me to do. Okay. What are you doing, Bador? Oh, how much damage are you doing? Five. Five damage? That's not enough to put it down, but it's very nearly. It is on its absolute last legs. And as it does, it kind of collapses to its knees. Um, basically completely out of it. Uh, Yui, it's your turn, and it looks like the old, the um, older woman is about to walk up to it. What are you doing? Uh, one more hit is gonna kill it. Lucas is also screaming, stop! Don't! Stop! Do you do nothing? I am going to do nothing. Um, it is now this woman's turn. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Um, she's going to walk by Kit Kat. She can't do anything. By the way, Swan might want to heal Kit Kat. They are making death saves. They failed the first one. Um, on your turn, you can. Which is your turn next. Um, I'm just gonna move Kit Kat away. (laughs) Um, so... The giant, after Bador's final dagger, which basically pierced its body and flew out the other fucking side, it collapses to its knees, its leg and its body having been torn apart, blasted, roasted, pretty much everything cut apart, stabbed. It's just this mess of vines and leaves and grass barely holding itself together now. Um, the tears still streaming down, blending in with the torrential rain from above. Uh, the old woman walks through the spike growth. You can see it like, tearing at her clothes, but it never seems to pierce her skin as she comes up closer to the moss giant on its knees now. And she walks up, takes her both her hands, she places it on a mask, the giant mask. She slowly pulls it off. And as she does, she takes the mask and the moss giant for just a split second, with nothing covering its face. You think you almost see for a second two very human eyes peeking out from behind the moss, behind the grass, behind the vines. But it's probably just your imagination. And suddenly, it disappears. It fades, almost. The grass and the vines holding it together, falling apart. The wind pulling it away as the torrential rain suddenly begins to lighten as the pieces of grass fall to the ground. Uh, The mask of the woman's hands, now much smaller, the size of a normal human head. And she looks down at the pieces of the grass that have fallen away. And she looks at it. She gives a single kiss on the head. And she turns, and she's walking away. Um, she's not walking away with the mask, however. Um, before she turns, she takes it. She places it down into the dirt. 
And as she's passing by you, Lucas, she says one thing. Thank you. It's yours now, if you want it. I feel like Lucas kind of gets really she's cold and cool. not. Um, as you guys are stood there, as the rain is beginning to lighten up, you hear the sounds of cracking coming from somewhere. I'm not sure if you're aware. What are you guys doing? Lucas, um... Kind of looks at Yui and nods towards, um, Kit. And it's like, can you heal them? I don't know anything that does stuff like that. Uh, okay. <laughs> and where, where is it in the dirt? Like, right here? I'm yeah. gonna go over there and... Pick it up. Okay. I'll move a little closer. Get um, a little closer. Get a little closer. Get a Justin. I don't like it. That's more uh, than that. Or regrettably, only sex. What was that? Did Sean say something? Yeah, I'm back. Hey, Sean. We can hear you finally. Yeah. Have you been keeping up with everything that's going on? Yeah, I can okay. hear fine. That's good. We gotta figure out how to fix that. <laughs> I have um, an idea that might work. Um, apparently you can connect controllers to iPhones. Well, so well, if I can... we'll have to figure that out later, but right now let's yeah, do this. I'll work on it later, but if I can do that... These good headphones. Um, as you all kind of stand there in the mud and the rain, uh, Kitka being brought back to life away from the brink of death where they were, um, they're still on the ground. They're still unconscious. I'm going to say that just because I don't want to play them right now. Um, but they are going to be okay. We've stabilized them. Um, you guys hear the sound of cracking and crumbling coming from somewhere. Um, I'm picking up that. Is it, is it the tree? Are you looking at the tree by the door? Yeah. Um, looking around, Lucas, to see what you think might be your suspicion, you see the statues of the people bark and wood crumbling off their skin, falling to the dirt beneath them, uh, revealing very alive, very human, other races' skin, um, as they basically tumble forward, uh, landing in the dirt, completely okay. And as far as you can tell, they seem to be unconscious. Uh, but one after another after another falls off the tree into the dirt. Okay. Um, I'm going to go over to one and see if they're all right. What's going on with this mask? Yeah, sure. Um, so it is now normal size. It still looks exactly the same, although it's not uh, crying anymore. Um, it's staring back at you. And as you look at it into its eyes, there is this deep sense of loneliness and sorrow. You get this feeling of profound, almost desperation, but not quite as powerful as that word is. Just pure sadness kind of washes over you as you look at this thing. And you kind of get a couple glimpses of someone else's life. 
you see your hands inside of a dark labyrinth in pain. You see yourself holding an axe. You see yourself walking up to an old dusty pedestal with this mask on it. You see yourself picking up. You see yourself coming back to your friends. You see yourself showing it. You see yourself staring into its eyes like you are now. And you see yourself putting it on. And you see in your mind's eye a man. He's got a bit of scruff, nothing large, wearing very, very old antique armor, but not antique in that it's old itself, antique in that its design is old. The armor itself looks brand new, if not dinged up and scratched and cut. So you can see lots of dents from obvious use, years of use. And he looks at you. And he nods. He walks by you. And you're back in the clearing, looking at the mask. Um, what did you roll on your medicine check? Uh, a natural 20. Um, you feel, you kind of get down near them, you check them up, you make sure they're okay, you look at their pupils, feel them in their heartbeat. They all look perfectly healthy. They're completely unconscious, you don't know when they wake up, but as far as you can tell, they look 100% okay. Uh, there's loads of bark covering them in their clothes, but for the most part, it looks like they weren't suffocated or anything. They were just put into some kind of stasis, maybe. It's like they're sleeping. Is that so? Uh, I think they'll wake up soon. I put the mask, but no one's hurt. It doesn't look like I put the mask in my bag. And I go back okay. over towards everyone. And I'm kind of like, should we wake them up? I guess. Should try at yeah, least. I, at least, I don't think we can carry this many people. Well, I plan to save my water skin for drinking, but rousing the consciousness works too. So you're gonna try and wake everyone up? I am going to try and wake someone up. I try. I like put my fingers in. <laughs> uh, who are I, you like, picking? Sprinkle water on their faces to kind of like help wake them up. They're really out of it. You're gonna need a little. I'm a fucking shake, bro. Just fucking dumping it on someone might help. I am just going um, to dump it on the person I just checked. <laughs> um. Well, let me ask you. If you look around and you see a lot of people, again, there's like a, around twenty, a little less, and now you can see them more in actual separation. Um. Most of the people here look like normal villagers. They got very rough clothing, very peasantry. Um. One looks more like maybe a hunter. One has got like bloodstained clothing from like maybe being a butcher. One, however, catches your eye, and it catches your eye as well, Lucas. Um, it's a not a younger man, probably in his late twenties, so he's still younger, but not like that younger. Um, who has really, really thin, really, really light, almost white oh, blonde hair, um, and he's wearing what looks to be some heavy plate armor as well. He's completely unconscious, crumpled, a pile of metal. Um, he's got a pretty large gash uh, through the metal, which you assume or can at least suspect was caused by the Moss Giant's axe. Um, I'm going to go over to him, and I'm going to wake this fool up. 
Okay. Um, I'm not gonna have you roll for that because I think you can just shake him enough, splash some water, and try to wake him up. Are you gonna use your water? Can are you gonna use your water um, skin? You wait to try and wake him up. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing, Bader? Are you watching this? Are you trying to help out? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm trying to wake some people up. Uh, who are you waking up? Um, just anyone? Yeah, just some random person. Uh, <laughs> wait, there's 20 people. Um, give or take a little less. Can I roll a d20 to see who I wake up? Sure, roll, roll me a d20. Let's use Thunderwave and wake everyone up with a jolt of lightning. Oh, God. I no, got a 19. I only have one slot left, and I'm saving it. Um, no, we're going to kill all Lucas and Yui, you both splash. You basically pour your water skin onto this one guy. I shake him a little bit, try and wake him up. And as he does, he's like, oh, fuck. Ah! Hey, ah, yo, ah. And he's like I, reaching for I, I, a sword I that's not there. He's like, ah. like, do you need a hand up? Good morning, yes. sleepy. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. And he takes her hand and he pulls himself up. He's like, oh, where? We're where in the clearing. It? Where's the beast? I, Where's the beast? I gone. don't think you'll need to worry about it anymore. Did you slay it? Yeah, Something like that. Whoa. You must be mighty. Oh, where's where's my sword? Are where's you? my sword? He's looking around. Um, you can see apparently part of what was encased in wood alongside him was the metal sword he has—a very, very fancy engraved sword. You don't know how practical it is, but it definitely looks good. And he takes it and he holds it. And before you can say anything, he spins around, stabs the sword into the dirt beneath you or before you guys. Yeah. Gets on his knee. Really, that's not necessary, sir. I was no, listening to that. no, it, it, but no, it certainly is. You are obviously brave and powerful warriors. <laughs> uh, this is a very dramatic man. Yeah, he's really, he's like, it's I, really not I, necessary. What's uh, your Bader, name, sir? Uh, Bader and Santiago. He also notices you two standing up and. It's like I, I do not recognize you. Are, are you are you a part of this collective They're as well? With us, yes, including the uh-huh. the unconscious tiefling wings. Oh, I I, I must. <sighs> he's like he's like flustered. He's like fumbling around in like one of his like sack pockets, and he pulls out like a piece of paper. He's like, "Well, well hold on, hold hold on. I apologize. It's hold on." Fine. He's like, he's like hastily reading through something. Oh, what are you guys doing? As he's like trying to read through whatever. Be you very want. embarrassed. I'm just trying to read. I'm, I'm trying to wake some other people up. What did you roll in your D twenty, Bader? Nineteen. Oh my god. People um, you walk around just poof, 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 just slapping people. Uh, <laughs> however gently you want to be doing that. But um, you kind of, like, help wake some people up, and slowly but surely, you're starting to get the village, like, off their asses, back onto their feet. Um, They're starting to wake up. Everyone's really groggy, really confused, and you can see a few people are crying as well. They look confused about what they're crying about. Um, The man in front of you, he he finally takes his note and puts it in his pocket, pulls out a dagger, (laughs) and he hands it, and he's like, here! Here, take it. Okay. <laughs> he's like he he grabs his sword that's in the dirt. He's like, "Hi, Bedivere, member of the Raven Watch. I owe my life to you. Will you take it?" Take what? And he 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 holds up his face like this. Take what? 
Um, can both of you roll me a history check? Uh, Bader, you can also roll me a history check. Plus 21. That's a 19. 21, 21, 22, and 19. Jesus Christ, all of you know exactly what he's doing. Did you say that? Uh, hold on. Let me explain what's, what he's doing first. Spire Held is a very traditional area. Um, a lot of people there practice traditions from hundreds of years ago, and they hold in reverence the path and the way things were used to be done. Not to like ridiculous degrees, although sometimes it can get a little bit worrisome, if you know what I mean. Um, but typically, you'll find people who really revere their ancestors and such there. And one of the traditions of the past that some people, not a lot, but some people still hold in practice today is basically an oath of allegiance or a pledge of life. Um, wherein someone saves a life or does something equivalent to saving a life and that person basically pledges to lay down theirs for that person. It doesn't mean following them around everywhere. It doesn't mean bothering them and trying to kill yourself to appease them, but it basically means to become an ever loyal person to that one who saved them. Um, in some, in one way or another, and basically what he's doing currently is a rite of sorts. Uh, the dagger he handed you, Lucas, is an ancient ceremonial one that you, once you calm down a little bit, you look at it and you recognize. Um, you're not sure if it's enchanted or not. You don't really know. But basically what he's asking you to do is either to take the dagger to show that you hold his life and this oath in your own hands, or to reject it. And slash him oh, across no, the face. Oh no, I'm gonna take it. I don't want to slash him on the face. If, if you know what's good for you, you will take it. I, I know what's good for you. I know what it is. Uh, sure. Uh, we're gonna take it. Though. I wouldn't want to slash him on the face anyway. I, 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 I will return to Raven Watch. What, what, are, what are all of your names? What do you call yourself? Lucas is like, oh, do I give this man my name or not? Lucas doesn't know anything about what's going on. He's like, oh, we're going to find out anyway. Lucas, Len of sorts. Just just not the of sorts part, just just the first two things. Lucas, Len, and you? Yui. Hey, and you, good sir, and the coat. Bator, Bloodthorn. And you, strange... Man, That's horse, Santiago. I will not judge to those who have saved That's my Santiago. life. <laughs> um, he's like, I, I am forever and, in your debt, and, and I will spread and your names when I return to Raven Watch. Please. That's not necessary, but it, your fealty is greatly appreciated. Thank you again. I have failed here, and I must return. I do not know how long I've been gone. He kind of like, like, he uses the sword to like push himself to his feet. Then he stumbles and he falls he's over slightly. Like, and he's like, him. "Yeah, he's like, I am very weak. Maybe I must return immediately." Go back to Please. the village and let everybody sit down for a while. As much as I would love to to, to take care of the people and and to thank you as well yourselves and show my fealty, my loyalty, I really must return. Uh, I, I do not know how long I've been gone. One day. Watch. I must return. I hope that is all it has been. What is, um, what is, what is your uh, again. name? I never got it. Oh, Sir Bedivere. Bedivere. I've heard that name. Bedivere. 
uh, a knight. I have family in this village, uh, a woman of hair similar to mine. If you see her when she awakes, uh, please give her my regard. I really must I return. I understand. Wherever you may find, wherever you may find Nightwatch, you may find me as well. And he like kind of like gives you like a, and he like takes off. He's he using his sword basically as a cane as he's like obviously not fit at all to travel. He's barely able to walk, but he is immediately trudging. Basically, this march as best as he can into the woods, uh, towards the direction vaguely in the sort of area of Spiderhelm. Do you imagine? Um. And like that, he's gone. You now have a ceremonial dagger. Um, Sir Bedivere's dagger. Lucas, you may want to add that to your sheets. May come in important there. (laughs) B-E-D. He's named after a knight in the Arthurian legend. Fancy. B-E-D-I-V-E-R-E. Okay. Um, yeah, you got that. Um, just so you know, because of that, you all have gained some points in favor of with the faction of Ravenwatch. Um, in any case, about the way, with our anti draft, do I call this? Do I do I put respect? <laughs> respect, got that. <laughs> you got some, um. You got some, what's it called? Um, Fucking, like, the Saints Row, whatever. Anyway, um, the people around the village are beginning to wake up now. Um, Everyone's really groggy and really confused as to where they are. Again, with some people on the ground crying, even though they don't obviously know why. Um, What are Um, you all doing? Lucas wants to wake up and get my leg. Um, Lucas wants to wake everyone up so that way they can get back to the village. He's got some business. You're going to try and wake everyone up? Okay. Um, kind of going around, jostling people awake, trying to get them to stand. Everyone's a little groggy, but they're groggy enough to the point where they kind of follow you, and they're like, well, whatever, whatever you say. Everyone very confused and very, very weak. Um, do you guys head back yeah. to the village then? Yes. Let me roll to make sure you don't encounter anything. There's a less chance than normal, but there is still a chance. Okay, no on that one. Get one, we got it. No on that one as well. You guys are lucky yeah. as fuck. Yeah, Can I say that? Yeah, Jesus Christ. Oh, we got <laughs> six turns. What'd you say, Vader? Got 26 turns. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> uh, you guys head back towards the village, uh, the group of people in tow. I'm about 18 or 19 people following behind you, give or take. Um, and they follow you back, and as you return to the village, it is how you left it, and you can see a young girl who can hear the commotion as the people are emerging from the forest down the path uh, run out and basically just yell for joy as she runs upward through the crowd and just hugs what seems to be a man. Uh, Just one of the ones in there, he's got, like, darker hair. Um, not super strongly built. He looks a bit thinner and a bit lankier. He's very confused, but he hugs his daughter back. And, um, she runs up to you guys. Uh, Bader, she runs up to you because I think you're close. And she's like, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. She turns to you, Lucas, and you, you. And she said, thank you so much. And she's like, 
she's like grabbed the arm of her father you assume and is like trying to like bring him back and uh she's like found like another child that you, you think might be her like brother or sister they're trying to drag him to the house as well um slowly but surely over the next course of about half an hour to an hour the villagers are slowly led back to their house um slowly kind of it'll be up to you guys to inform them what happened that hasn't happened yet um but they're kind of led back into the village. They're kind of uh, lured back. They're kind of come out of their stupor, a little less confused, and everyone's really confused with what's happening and is asking questions and stuff. Uh, there's already a couple of the more studious-looking men and women who are, like, picking up the like, broken table and the silverware and shit like that off the ground, trying to clean up the spoiling meat as quickly as they can to try and get the village back in normal working order. Um, confused as why there's several broken pumpkins on the ground near one of the houses. Um, <laughs> uh, what are you all doing? Lucas is going to walk up to Kit and he's like, I know this is a bad time, but I need to get back up there. <laughs> what are you talking about? We just got back. No, I mean back up on the obelisk. <laughs> Why? I've got to put it, and he's gonna dig in his bag, and he's like, "I gotta, go, I gotta put this in. I gotta go put this in there." Oh, that seems like um, a good idea. Uh, are you mm-hmm. two going then? Um, Kika and you, Lucas, are heading toward the shore where they're going to fly to the top. What is you and Bader doing? Just, um, just helping out. Yui is helping clean and explaining to some people what happened. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's like, uh, there's like a younger woman who's like, "What? What happened? Where? The last thing I remember, I was, we were having a festival, a celebration of one's life, but then everything. Ugh, what happened? You were there when we woke up. Did you? Yes. Um, no. Why don't Ooh. you and some people sit down and we can explain? And I'm not going Joseph, to. Joseph, come here. And um, a couple of like men and women kind of head over. Most of them older. Uh, one in particular is a very older woman um, who just came out of the house that was full of like fungus and shit. Um, comes out and she's like, "What's going on out here?" Have it. Have it. She's got like a walking cane. And she's whapping people as she goes by, and she's like, "Get your heads in order. We just came back for being wood." Why are you all still lazing about? She whaps someone else. She whaps someone else across the back of the head. What happened? We don't have time to rest for several days. We don't have time to get this shitty place back in working order. Oh, God, you're worse than my uncle. She she walks up to you, Yui, and she's like, Thank you for saving us. But why did it take you so goddamn long? Whap! Um, she's like whapping people. She walks around with her walking cane. Oh, uh, you're currently explaining to people what happened. Bader, what are you doing? Um, just uh, I'll explain. Okay, just with Yui trying to like explain to people what's going on. With minor with embellishments. Minor embellishments. I'm gonna make us all look nice. Good. <laughs> and then there's the thunderstorm and hellfire rained down from the skies and there was like 40 angels! <laughs> Which um, that's not sure how true it is, 
But they will all be entertained <laughs> and feel better. Yeah, they will love it. Um, meanwhile, Kit Kat and Lucas, you two are flying to the top of the yeah. obelisk. Um, where you see the uh, imprint of where this mask may either have once been or is supposed to get an idea. Putting it in. Bop. Suddenly, a red gleam shines through your mind. And you watch in awe as the front of the mask, single red gem begins to emerge from the center forehead of the mass. This shining piece, this rock, the sun comes down, shining against it, uh, kind of sparkling in your face, and you cover your eyes for a second. Suddenly, you're not with Kit Kat anymore. Huh? Suddenly, you're standing in a lonely forest next to an old, broken-down house with blue oh, shingles. And you can see the man once more, the one you saw walk by you. Yeah. He turns to you, an axe in his hand, a log in the other one. Oh, hello there! Ah, oh, uh, good, good to see you. Good to see. He kind of walks by you, sticking his log. He puts it down next to the house, which you look at it, and suddenly the house is normal. It's refurbished. It's as it once was, maybe way, way in the past. The shingles are perfect, the walls are clean, speaking span, almost like it's taken care of every day. Uh, the weeds are over- overgrowing everything. The grass is cut. And you can see someone working inside, cleaning something. Um, your house is lovely. It's good to see you as well. Ah, it was. It was very lovely. You're right. Unfortunately, uh, things happen. And, uh, I wasn't here to keep it up. You understand? Yeah. My dad's like that sometimes, too. <laughs> He like takes his axe and like puts a, he put the he puts the log he had on like a on a little much larger street stump and he chop and it falls to pieces. He takes another one. So uh, he kind of like puts on the axe. After only cutting one piece of log, almost like he's got something on his mind, and you can tell he always doesn't want to. He's struggling to see how to talk to it, and he's kind of like trying to do what he knows. He turns to you and he goes, "Well, I suppose I have to thank you." And apologize as well. Oh, there's no need to apologize. Your wife was the one that made us stop, and I don't want to hurt something that I don't have to. She's lovely, isn't she? She's... Yeah, I would say so. I just... No, no, no this. Be careful around that mask. And be careful around anyone who would want that mask. I put the mask back in where it goes. No, you should take it. It needs a home. Without it, it will. And... Please. For me. I would rather be in the hands of yourself or people like you that can at least watch over it. Of course. Um, Lucas kind of sticks out his hand. He's like, kind of like handshaking as like a promise. Like, I promise you, I, what, what's your name? I never got it. It's been a very long time, boy. 
you know, before I was a woodsman, I was a sailor. Listen, if you ever need my help, you will. Do what may seem frightening. Adore the mask. <laughs> Let us start that story. <laughs> and he turns and he chops another piece of wood. Our time isn't long here. Do you have any questions? The sorrow's tears, where is it? Do you know of it? I do. I figured you would as well. It's a product of the mask. An artifact. A remnant of something very old. Of something very long ago. The last remaining piece, I suppose you could say. A thing that cries sonorous tears. He chops on a piece of wood. Tim, it's that red gem that I saw. I don't know any of it myself. I spend a millennia more than I don't know. Because... But I never learned a thing. About the Sorrow's Tears? Again, though. If you need me, you know what to do. Of course. I owe you now. All of you. You and your friends. I think I'm being called in for much. Tell your wife I said hello. I will. And you're back. The mask is in your hands. You're on the ground at the bottom of the obelisk, and Kitka's going, Lucas! Lucas, wake up! What's wrong with you? Lucas! (laughs) Don't worry about it. Let's... Let's go back. (coughs) All of that and nothing even... And the kid cat picks you back up and flies back to the village. Uh, while all that was happening, um, Yui and Bator, you two were trying your best to explain to the villagers what happened, right? Yeah. Embellishment. Um, embellishing a little bit. Um, the old woman, every time you embellish, there's no way she should know you're embellishing. But every time you do, she whaps you across the back of your legs. She doesn't say anything. She just... <laughs> She's ready! She can just Dude, tell. Walk back into, into where this is happening. Uh, you can see like a small like group of people gathering around Yui and Bader. Um, Bader try- helping out, but Yui really selling it as this like amazing adventuring story with angels and demons and good and evil and just continually getting whapped over and over again. <laughs> and then I see Lucas and it's like <laughs> and then, trying to explain what happened. Thanks to Lucas's heroic efforts. Uh, what are we talking about? Why am I involved in this? The swamp giant was no more. No stop hitting me. <laughs> <What? Yeah. laughs> Wow. Don't tell me what to do, you! It's gone. <laughs> well, 
I mean, um, one of the men in the village, I think he's probably in his 30s or something. And that's not exactly a good thing. Well, don't the giant was, well, was, was keeping the village safe from the fog. I feel like there won't be any more fog now. Yeah, the stories say the fog was here long before the giant ever was, but well, I suppose we'll see. I I got a good feeling. Okay, then. we'll take your word on it for now. But if something happens, we'll be calling you. Sure. Or I suppose any of the guard. I suppose Raven Watch could come out, but the last guy was a dunce. <laughs> I'm sure he did his best. Well, in any case, thank you for whatever you've done. Here, we have some payment. We're not exactly in a fluent village, but I'm sure we can provide oh, you something. I, I, please, uh, I, I don't require anything. Um, I just... Oh, no, please. You, If it was not for all of you, we would still be trees, I guess, according to what you, <laughs> according to what you said, which I believe... <laughs> I, <laughs> I do. If he could say it again, he's like, I, I believe them! I know they're telling the truth! Stop hitting me! <laughs> and the old woman's like, I, I, um, You can give it to my friends, but I'm I'm perfectly fine without it. Uh, well, well, we'll scar around a little bit and see what we can gather. Um, the couple that kind of more like wealthy people, you assume, with kind of the nicer clothing. Uh, bigger houses kind of come back a minute later. Uh, they had already been gone. And they've pulled together what they had, and they give you all 200 shards, five fire gels, which I will tell you about in a little bit, um, six ice gels, and two force gels. You might want to write those down. Who's taking them? And How many gels? So five fire gels, six cold or ice gels, and two force gels. So I will really quickly, really briefly explain what these are. Okay, I'll get more into detail with this if you ever use these in combat. These are a special coating that goes on your weapons or ammunition that provides special effects to your weapons, yeah. okay? So, for instance, it would have been incredibly useful against the giant, as in the giant was weak to fire, so you could have used the blasting gel to deal fire damage with a sword or a gun, if that makes sense. In addition to the damage you were already doing, it also has extra damage if you roll high enough. So the way the way, ge- the, way, the, ge- the, way the way the way gels work, right... Is that there is a certain percentage that something good will happen and something bad will happen. I have all the notes on that. You guys don't have to worry about the math. It's really simple. You just tell me what your role, and I'll tell you if something good happens or something bad happens. Okay? I will send the information about the fire, ice, and force jellies in the chat. But just know that you can apply them to your weapons, do extra damage, and do different types of damage types. But it may also have negative effects if you roll too low. Okay? Okay. And this is basically the way of... There are... I'll speak this later, but there are certain monsters in the world 
that have immunities to lots of different types of damage and weaknesses to very specific types of damage. So when you're going up against one of those, you can use these gels to modify your weapon's damage type and deal that damage to the enemy. So marshals aren't screwed over when it comes to the damage type. Okay? Make sense? Yeah. We'll get more into it later if we ever need to, but for now, that's all you need to know. Um, But they're pretty valuable. Um, A gel is normally like a 50 gold pieces per, uh, sometimes cheaper, sometimes more. But 50, not gold pieces, sorry, shards. 50 shards per. So they're, it's definitely not cheap. Um, you got some stuff out of this. Um, you it probably isn't quite as profitable as you were hoping. But honestly, not that bad. Um, plus, potentially, these gels can get more jobs, find more things to slay, get more rewards. I have a career out of this. Um, Lucas, you got you what you were searching for. Baytor, you found that Warforged helm, or that Warforged head, but you never asked who made it. Do you want to do that? Or who found it and repaired it? Um, yeah, I'm going to ask who found it. You're going to look around? Yeah. Okay, who, who are you asking? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, you kind of ask around, you like pull it out, you're like, hey, you know, who, do you know who repaired this and who found this? And after a few like questioning looks, suddenly the feeling of a thin yet rapidly moving high velocity walking stick strikes the back of your knees. And you hear this high pitched, and an old woman go, who the hell do you think made it, you dunderhead? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> Sass me again! <laughs> Silence is a sass all on its own. <laughs> um, Bader, you have the sinking feeling that this crazy old woman might be the owner of the workshop beneath the school. Yeah, I got that feeling. <laughs> did you get Yeah, you figured that out? Yeah. Um, and she's like, why the hell did you go through my stuff? I've been working on that bucket of bolts for years now! Whap! I didn't know. Well, maybe you should have asked first. I may have been a tree, but at least you could have asked. <laughs> How can I ask a tree? <laughs> Um, she, like, thrusts out her hand. She's like, well? Then I hands it over. She's gonna be missing some shit. She, like, looks it over, and she looks back at you, and she's like, why were you interested anyway? Not just a young, whippersnapper, greedy fool looking for some treasure. No. Cheap thrills. I've been trying to build one. Really, that? Who did you say you were? Bator. Look. Where are you from? What was. I, I forgot the name of the place. What was it? The Rizidum. Yeah. Rizidum? Budding scientist, are we? Engineer, perhaps? Yeah? More like a budding fool, if you ask me. 
Dean. Do me a favor. Yes. <laughs> I just love the, the, the command. Do me a favor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gator. She hands it back to you. Take it. Take this to Spire Held. Ask for. God, what was his name? Jism, I think it was. Ask for Jism. Jism or Gizm? Because I like Jism. Jism. What a J! What? I will do that. <laughs> I will do that. Okay, Peter. <laughs> Tell them that old Seneca sent you. Okay. I'm... If you got questions about the war for us, maybe old Jism will be able to help you. I've reached a roadblock and I'm done with this bucket of bolts, piece of shit! <laughs> she spits on the head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, she, but she's like giving me the head and she's like, so basically she's asked you to go to Spirehelm and look for someone named Jism. Can you pull me a history Jism. check, Sean? What a name. Yeah, Sexy. Um, that's an, that's an unnatural 20. Very nice. You recognize that name. You're pretty sure he's, at the very least, a high-ranking member or very least well-renowned and known person in the Scholars Guild, um, specifically the engineering and tech side of the Scholars Guild. Oh. He's not someone you've ever been able to meet before or really had the chance to meet, so being able to meet someone who knows what he's doing and has some pretty good fucking connections might help you on your whole deal. Hmm. Especially if you apparently got an inside with this old woman here. Old Selica. Yeah. Old Selica. Justin, mm -hmm. you said that in the gruffiest voice possible. Can you... He said I should already know where the Sorrow's Tears are? He said that you should know where the Sorrow's Tears are. And he told you the mask is the one that cries the Sorrow's Tears. So I found it? Yes, you found yes! it. It is the mask. Lucas is like or... kind of like gone off by himself with North, and he's just kind of like excited beyond belief. Nice. Um, Yui. Wait. Yeah, never mind. Uh, Lucas, by the way, um, you suddenly see um a letter falling from the uh... sky. Gonna grab it. It's from who I think it's from, isn't it? it? There is what you think is a name scrawled on the front. Is it Lord Balix? But you can't really tell what it says. It's it's Balix's writing, isn't it? Yes, his indecipherable. <sighs> Lines. I love you. I swear. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna read you it. You open it. 
Um, you open it up, you pull it open. Uh, you're probably next to the yeah, room at I'm this like point. Still next um, to the are you? Who, who's near Lucas? You, I mean, you I went off by myself. I'm hmm. taking a walk because after the little speech, after dealing with that woman, I need to get away from the crowd. <laughs> you need to take a fucking break. <laughs> um. Well, um, I don't know if you're passing by Lucas or not. You can decide that in a minute, Lucas as well. But uh, Lucas, you open up this envelope and it's just it's just lines of like ink in like random directions and you gotta like turn it and uh, you're pretty sure there's some writing in there but you're not entirely sure (laughs) it's like what does this fucking say i'll send you the actual document a little bit i'll have to like write it out in my phone pad and send it to you i'm gonna Um, i think i can do it you're, so Yui passes by you, Lucas, as you're trying desperately to decipher whatever the fuck that mess is. There's obviously some message in there. Fan mail, Lucas? God, don't scan it like that. My apologies. Um, I'm just spooked kind of easy. It's just a letter from my uncle. Uh, you you look at it over like Lucas like Lucas says you look at the shoulder. Kind of going, Do you understand any of this? You're, because this I'm isn't a letter. Too. This is just random lines. <laughs> wait, wait. You look a little closer. Wait. No, that is a letter. Yeah, there is writing. There are letters. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, uh, somehow. His, his <laughs> penmanship is. <laughs> Well, I was going to say unique, but if you're going to say it first, yes, it's, it's a disaster. Roll me a dexterity <laughs> saving throw. I'm giggling. This is me giggling because I'm scared. Give me a 22. Um, You're trying desperately to decipher this letter, when suddenly you notice there's a shadow on it. There wasn't a shadow before. Shadow's growing larger, there's something above me. And you dive to the side as this sack of shards crashes into the ground exactly where you were. Where your head was a second ago. Um, It's a pretty decent sack of shards. And you realize suddenly, like, you look through the letter, you're suddenly able to, like, interpret some of it. I'm pretty sure it tells you to give the payment to Santiago and tell them to come if they want another job. I look at the sky and I'm like, and you had to drop it on <laughs> uh, you you just see a fucking bag of what you think is like five hundred shards literally fall out of the sky and almost land on the Lucas Lucas is yelling at the sky. 500 shards is not a little amount. It's not, like, crazy. But it's kind of crazy! Can you fetch me, Santiago? So, is that Uh, your um, precious allowance? This is Santiago's payment. This is from my uncle. Santiago? His whole job was to get me to where I needed, to get what I needed, and then he kind of holds up the letter and puts in his bag. Anyway. Um, and Santiago is done with his job. 
Uh, uh, North, well, can you please fetch me Santiago? North takes off. What were you looking uh, for anyway? That mask? Really? Mm-hmm. What's so special about something like that, aside from what we saw? Seems more <laughs> like it'd be nothing but trouble. Everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yui, 500 shards is a lot. Mm-hmm. You don't think you've ever really seen this much, like, all in one place? You've definitely made more than 500 shards in your lifetime, obviously, but to have it all just in a bag, you know? It's kind of crazy. Whoever this guy is, he's got a fucking mula. So, your uncle, he... Lucas is also, while you're talking, he's listening, he's just kind of like, trying to... He's... There's something about Spirehelm, you think? Continue, you guys, so... listening. Okay. Your uncle seems to be very... Well, it seems he had at the moment doesn't have much trouble in life. No, he he's can very, pay a guard that much. Thinking about it, Lucas. Thinking about it, Lucas. You have no idea where he gets his money from. You've never seen his house. You've never seen his job. You don't have no idea where he gets this money from. You just know he always has money. You've never seen him work a day in your life, at least as far as you know. You probably asked him before what the fuck he does, and he always gives some vague, unrelated answer, and then goes into a tangent. I've never seen him do anything. <laughs> it works. <laughs> That's a really funny statement. Free real estate. No, but you uh, know, to answer your question, I, I've never seen him do any. I've never seen him do anything in life. A uh, magical man uh, has a lot of. I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, all I know is that I, I get what I have to him, and he'll fix things in my life that needed to be fixed. Easy as that. But don't suppose you'd need another guard for now. That's Santiago's job, isn't it? I mean. I don't know what he would want. I mean, Justin, do I have a means of getting a letter back to him? You have no idea how he's done this. And if I could, I still have no idea how he did this. (sighs) Oh, wait, no. You you think you've made out some of the letter. Thank God. You're like, oh, thank God. There's something about going to Spirehound. Something about more jobs needed. Something... Uh, there's like a name, and then it's like hastily scrawled out. Like he didn't mean to write it, and then he realized after he wrote it, he shouldn't have written it, and then tried to cover it up, but was too lazy to actually make an effort to cover it up. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll send it in chat. D20 chat or the tavern. Yes. E. Yes. 
Yeah. Hmm. I don't know why he called that don't out. Don't recognize it. We'll make a note of that name. He does mention something about jobs needed. Can I try to get that mm -hmm. out? Because if you're so interested for working for dear Uncle Balix, you might be able to get lucky. Don't know how you found the horse now. Santiago. Santiago is dealing with the old woman currently. Things that he's saying that jobs need to be done. Oh, really? Mm. Always up to something, Balix. Always up to something. Well, uh, I can say this. this. Long enough. What? I, despite my better, despite possibly my better judgment, I enjoyed our brief venture. I did as well. So, if there are other things that need to be done that you need to take care of, I would be happy to continue with you. Are you sure? I, oh, I don't have a lot of payment, and this is Santiago, so I can't exactly give it to you. Well, if you have means to contact your uncle, I'm willing to, I suppose, offer my services. You can just say that you want to follow us around. Let's no, we don't have yes, fine. Very well. I would like to follow you around, perhaps help you on your journey. <laughs> that would be wonderful. I enjoy when your company. When I read my... I know that your fortune had the moon, but mine had the sun, and they say that they lead connect to each other, so much as I hate to admit it, perhaps this was fate. I also enjoyed our adventure. <laughs> I, I think you are quite Oh no, she's unlocked the four hit the combo. Word? I think you're quite lovely. And it is fun having a conversation with more intelligent people. Not that everyone here isn't. I just also appreciate somebody who appreciates good mystery. I brought Twitch, but <laughs> all right. You keep doing that. It, it's an impulse. I was. I don't mean to do it on purpose. My apologies. I mean, it's fine. Um, has Santiago come up yet? So, I'll uh, pick up Santiago. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, around this time, North has gotten Santiago. By the way, Bador, as you've been sitting, uh, you and Kit Kat noticed the owl go fetch Santiago, and Santiago kind of trotting back with it toward a certain direction. Um, currently, the old woman is talking. To you. Um, so this might be a good way to get away from her. Uh, if you want to. Uh, but you see uh, Santiago leaving towards that direction. Are you going to follow them or are you going to leave them? Oh. Yeah, he's going. You're going? Okay. Um, Bader, you head along as well. And Kit Kat, eager to get away from the old woman as well, follows along. Um, so Lucas and um, Yui, you two see 
not just Santiago, but Santiago, Kit Kat, and Bador all coming towards you, led by your oh, owl, North. I didn't expect you to get the others. Uh, good work, North. And he's going to kind of dig in his bag uh, and try do? to find what some semblance need? of a treat that he gives her on occasions. Like a piece yeah. of chunky or something, yeah. Um, this is yours, Santiago. What did you need? Uh, uncle. Oh, payment already? Somehow. How the hell did I, I he get it out Don't here? ask questions, I don't know. Well, I'm not one to ask too many questions. I'm just happy to be paid. And Santiago takes the bag and puts it in their own pouch. So they comes on their back. We, uh, he need anything else? I mean, that's all he asked you to do, isn't it? No, he said to come back if I get any more jobs. And honestly, I could always do it. Okay. Well, I mean, if you want to go and talk to him, I think that's where I'm heading next. Where was he at? Last I saw, he was in a tiny village near the Azerfeld. That's a bit of a distance from me. Uh, it said Spire held on a letter. Maybe he's there? I don't know exactly where, but it does say Spire held, so that's where I'm going. Santiago just kind of, like, stares at you. Okay, I guess I'm going there, too. I guess I will be as well. I know those streets like the back of my hand. Really? That will be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bader, you're there as well, and uh, you were just told by the old woman to go to Spiderhead as well. Are you going to go, or what are you going to do? Oh, yeah, you can't talk. I can't feel Lucas and Yui. God, God, his penmanship is terrible. How can he even get a? He must. He has to be self-employed. I was talking. kind of speaks up. Okay, I was talking to some villagers as well, and apparently there's another thing in Spirehelm. So I'm gonna go there and look them out. Have you ever heard of uh, something called a slime? I'm not doing a cat voice at all. Jesus Christ. Well, whatever. Um, have I ever heard of that? You've heard of slimes, but they're not exactly beast material, and you don't know why they'd be in spire held. But apparently, Kit Kat heard something from the villagers, which I would have liked to tell Aaron, but they aren't here. Um, I relay that information. I spent so long coming up with hooks for fucking five different people. Two of them aren't even here. (laughs) Um, oh shit. There we go. Um, Kit Kat doesn't fucking know. Kit Kat doesn't know much about monsters, but she's heard of some kind of beast inspire hell and they want to check it out. So they're going to inspire hell. I guess it's another group journey. Okay, then. Uh, when should we uh, set out? Um, what time is it? Uh, I mean, if we want to, we can take a little bit of a rest and, you know, help out where we can and then set out. By the way, every um, There ain't a huge amount of room around these parts. Not a lot of extra bed. But I'm sure there's a camp around here somewhere we would use. Yeah, um, I'm turning from Santiago to Boomhauer. And I don't really want to do that. Uh, 
Lucas has the 200 shards and he passes out 40 to all of you. Yeah. 40 to everyone? Okay, yeah. everyone can write that down. Yeah, everyone gets 40. What's the equivalent of shards again? Uh, one gold piece. So it's just gold pieces. Okay. There are different sizes of the shards. So there's um, chunks, shards, and fragments. Uh, fragments being the smallest, chunks being um, the largest. Um, they differ a lot from the gold standard price, but one shard is one gold. I would also simple. like to pass okay. out a fire gel to everyone. Okay. I wrote down what you guys got in that in and one frost gel to everyone. And I kind of look at everyone with the two force and I'm like, we can play rock, paper, scissors for it. Unless somebody wants force. Boulder, boulder parchment shears. Does anybody want a force gel? I personally don't. I'll tell you one thing, just so you guys know. Force is the least commonly resisted um, type of damage. If you let me have the extra frost, um, I don't want the force. <laughs> Silence. Bader and Louie, what are you guys saying? What do you, does anyone want the force of the cold gels? Remember, these things have positive and negative benefits. The positive benefits can have a multitude of effects. It can be more damage. It could slow down your enemy. It could... The psychic gel is crazy. It can cause fear or charming and stuff like that. They're very, very powerful. They add a lot of damage, but they also have negatives. Um, if you want to keep it simple and you don't want the added damage and stuff, but the, also the added risk, you can just take one of the gels and just have a flat damage type change. You don't need all the extra stuff. That's flavor. It, it, it's extra damage and also more risk. It's up to you guys if you want it or not. Um, but as it stands, they are pretty powerful and pretty useful when it comes to taking they the beasts need the force that have very specific weaknesses. Okay. Uh, Lucas, you also have Eldritch Blast, so you don't really need yeah, the force shell either. Yeah, I specifically need this as well. Uh, Yui, how about you take one? I will. Thank you. So when you apply this to your sword or a gun or a crossbow or anything that's a physical weapon, when you apply this gel, one force gel is one attack. You can apply four force gels in one round, okay? And when you do, your damage type is changed. So if your sword is slashing, it becomes force damage instead. Ah. So if the monster is resistant to, if the monster is immune to slashing damage, like, say, it's a monster that's made entirely of rocks, like a rock golem. It's immune to slashing damage, but suddenly your sword is doing force damage, and the golem is actually weak to force damage. So instead of being immune to it, you're doing double damage. Oh, okay. Um, it also does extra damage on top of that, and also various effects. I think the force damage, on a critical hit, the force damage can paralyze the enemy for a round, which is pretty good. Um, and also, there's a lot of flavor text that I've added as well. So, hold on, let me send this to you guys. I will send you the fire, cold, and force damage gel flavor blocks. Okay. Right. Sammy, can you roll me an arcana oh, Yeah, sure. And.
17. This mask, um, you kind of glance at it at one point, you can feel it in your bag. It almost feels incredibly heavy. And you just kind of open your bag and glance at it for a second. And you see something inscribed on it. Can I read it now that I can read everything? Sure. Uh, You pull it out. And these are ancient magic rooms. They're not a language, but they are ancient magical. I'm talking ancient, ancient. About They look very similar to the runes you saw on the obelisk. And, um, you're not entirely sure, but looking through it and feeling this thing a little bit more, this thing is really fucking magic. Like, now that you're holding it and you're calmed down and nothing's happening, this thing is emanating powerful, powerful magic. I assume that I do this, like, when I'm by myself. Yeah. Um, since nobody else took the force chill, I guess, uh, Lucas is just gonna hand it over to Santiago. I thought you, Louie had the fourth I one. gave Yui one, but if she wants the other one, she can happily have it. Because I think all of us have okay. force damage, except her. So you have both force gels. We don't have... We don't have a lore chat. We did. We need a lore chat. I'm gonna put a mechanics chat for, um... When crazy shit's yeah. happening. So this will be a text chat, it'll be a channel... Uh, mechanics. So, the force gel is in game called Viber Gel, and it's kind of a lot to look at. Um, do you see the plus five percent, minus five percent on the left? Yeah. Uh, Sean and Lou, you guys should look at this as well. Uh, Kit Kat could also use it, but we'll we'll talk about splitting up that yeah, kind of stuff yeah, when yeah. we're here as well. So, the plus five and minus five. The plus five is the percentile chance of the good effect happening. The minus five is the percentile chance of the negative thing happening, okay? It's called Vibrogel. The capital force means that is what it changes your weapon's damage type to. It changes it to damage weapon, it it changes your damage type to force damage. It also increases all of your attacks by plus one damage. However, it has a negative minus one to hit. I see, yeah. Um, what you guys should know is that on a critical hit, on a roll of 20, not regarding your modifiers, the target must make a D- DC constitution saving throw of 8 plus the user's proficiency bonus plus the user's primary attack modifier. So if you use strength, it's strength modifier plus your proficiency bonus plus 8. And if they fail it, they'll be stunned for one round, which means they cannot make any actions or move, or do anything. It's really strong. I think it also gives you advantage on hits. It's really fucking strong. On a critical fail, though, so when you're attacking something or using a force gel on your weapon, if you roll a 1, you must make a DC 15 constitution saving throw, or the weapon basically jumps from your hand. Hmm. Okay? So it can has the possibility of stunning stuff, which is really fucking good. That's basically the monk's stunning strike, one of their best features as an item. Um, however, it can completely leave your hands if you're not careful. Um, it also does plus one damage to every hit, which is pretty nice. So for Aaron, it would be the enhancement of the trident, plus one, plus the rage, plus another one, so that's plus two. And the vibrogel would be plus three overall, which is not bad. Okay? Yeah. 
Does that make sense? Is anything confusing so far? Let's go ahead and like wrap this up. Well, let me send the other fire one. So now that you understand that, here's the fire one. Okay? There is a 30% chance of it being good, 30% chance of it being bad. It means it has plus one to hit and plus one damage. That's all I'm going to say. You can read the rest if you want to. That's how it works. Anyway, it's 11 o'clock. Everyone's tired. I had a lot of fucking fun uh, doing that. In character, I'm going to be like, should we make our way towards Firehell? In the morning. Definitely in the morning. I want to I agree. I think there's a camp nearby that was last used. So I think that'll be a good spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everyone's packing up. You're going to the camp. Um, you're able to make bed there for the night pretty easily. It's pretty comfy. Uh, the villagers bring whatever comforts they can, so bed rolls, pillows, stuff like that, to make it as comfy as possible. They're very grateful for you guys saving them. Um, you can tell there's this overall worry about the monster no longer being there to protect them from the fog, but hopefully there won't be any fog in there. Um, and I think that's about it. It's about the end of the day. Sammy, I've got one last question before yeah. we cut off. Um, are you going to cast Identify on the mask? Or, or what are yes. you doing with it? You're going to cast Identify? Mm-hmm. And okay. I'm also going to spend time studying, um, those, studying the runes. Do you want... I got, I got two options for you. Since you're casting Identify, do you want me to tell you the effects now in front of everyone? Or do you want me to tell you what it can do in secret so it can I be I want a it to be a surprise. Okay. I will tell you after this, then. So, a group of five entered into the Creaky Timber one morning. And they discovered that many things were amiss. The woods, as always, creaked and groaned, and as always, the mist rolled in. But something else was not quite right those few days. An old soul bound in sorrow, lonely, stole away an entire village to soothe his pain, sealed them in wood, the only thing he knew from millennia. The group came, found an abandoned child, sad and alone, tried their best to help, and help they did. A mechanic found hints to the past they're searching for. A young boy found the key to recognition. Or oh, this lot of them. A young woman found perhaps her next modern potentially a new job on the horizon. A strange horse man found the same. Potentially something to hold them over as their life goes on. As they get older in the years. And a strange winged tiefling thing successfully defeated a great beast with the help of newfound Alan. Once that all was done, once the village was saved, once the trees were torn back down, and once the old woodsman had been freed of his curse, the group decided to turn their eyes to Spirehound. New adventure may await yet. 